This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday. It is January 4th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, additional restrictions that were imposed in Pennsylvania almost three weeks ago to combat the COVID-19 pandemic will expire as expected this morning. Wolf's coronavirus restrictions will expire at 8 a.m., allowing places like gyms to reopen at 50% capacity. Child care can reopen. And entertainment venues like museums and theaters can reopen at 50% capacity. Wolf also says restaurants can resume indoor dining at 25 to 50% capacity. When you said gyms could open, I thought you meant gym steaks on South so Street. I, I, I swear to God, I thought... Well, that's I'm like, wow, yeah, we're highlighting a very specific place. That's Why would the do. governor target that particular restaurant and force <laughs> them to close? That's exactly it what seems rather arbitrary. <laughs> He's a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, actually, I was saying to Casey over the weekend, I took uh, to take out from Harvest, you know, and, yeah. and so I went in and, and the, the woman was like, going, Monday, Monday, Monday. And I'm like, what, what Monday? She goes, yeah. And so, yeah. Back to work. Yeah, back to work. And that would include gyms. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. G-Y-M-S as well. Is what I was talking about, but it doesn't yet include gyms. Uh, oh, not gym steaks. No, no, okay. despite, Pats and Geno's, that's it. No, no. despite uh, Wolf's <laughs> announcement, Philadelphia leaders previously announced an extension to the citywide COVID-19 restrictions. <laughs> so it's being lifted in Pennsylvania, except for uh, inside the city limits. Okay. So Philadelphia Health Commissioner Dr. Thomas Farley said, based on the data and spikes in positive cases following past holidays, the city will continue some of its current restrictions for the risky settings through at least January 15th. Now, this includes indoor dining, indoor gatherings and events, theaters, colleges, indoor and uh, indoor organized sports. However, city officials are allowing some lower risk businesses and activities to resume Monday, and that includes museums, outdoor sports, gyms, uh, the Stugerium, <laughs> some indoor <laughs> entertainment facilities like pool halls, bowling alleys and arcades and casinos, in-person learning for high schools and outdoor uh, catered events. City officials say indoor capacity limits remain in effect. No more than five people per 1,000 square feet are allowed indoors and all safety measures and social distancing guidelines must be followed. I know this has been our lives for almost a year now, but sometimes I still forget. And uh, over the break, I was like, oh, you know, let's go bowling. Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, oh, yeah, let's just, that, that's so, and then I, and then it dawned on I me. Mean, I'm okay, I that's that's not a thing that we do these To days. me, like, bowling yeah. seems like the thing that you could stagger every other alleyway, right? It seems easily. like it's easily. Mm-hmm. I, I don't well, know. No, you can. There's bowling alleys that are open near me, but yeah, okay. it's just whether or not you feel comfortable doing that or not right Also, now. but in the city, yeah. there are bowling, but they're, they're not open, right? Or are they? I, I don't know. Like idea. Lucky Strike or whatever? Does Lucky Strike still exist even? Does that uh, even exist? Marissa's <laughs> shaking her head. All right. No, she, she says not. It'd be harder yeah, to open yeah. it if it didn't exist. <laughs> Exists, not open. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> President Donald Trump badgered and pleaded with Georgia's election chief to overturn Joe Biden's win in the state, suggesting in a telephone call that the official find enough votes to hand Trump the victory. The conversation Saturday was the latest step in an unprecedented effort by a sitting president to pressure a state official to reverse the outcome of a free and fair election that he lost. The renewed intervention and the uh, persistent and unfounded claims of fraud by the first president to lose re-election in almost 30 years come nearly two weeks before Trump leaves office and two days before twin runoffs in Georgia that will 
determine control of the Senate. Trump confirmed in a tweet Sunday that he had spoken with Georgia's Secretary of State, Republican Brad Raffensperger, who tweeted the claims that Trump made during the call were untrue. Audio snippets of the conversation were posted online by the Washington Post. A recording of the call was later obtained by the Associated Press from a person who was on the call. The president, who has refused to accept his loss to the Democratic president-elect, is heard telling Raffensperger at one point, all I want to do is this. I just want to find 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have because we won the state. Georgia certified election results showing that Biden won the state's November 3rd election by 11,779 votes. The White House, Trump's re-election campaign, and Raffensperger's office did not immediately respond Sunday to emailed and text requests for comment. Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware are still in phase 1A of vaccine distribution, including healthcare workers and long-term care resident and staff. While so many continue to wait, some doctors say the process should be faster and more organized. As the process is moving slower than expected, officials are now considering giving a half a dose of the Moderna vaccine to certain populations, which would double the number of available doses. So giving half the dose of uh, half the, of the dose to people between the ages of 18 and 55, two doses of half of the dose. We know it induces an identical immune response said the chief advisor of Operation Warp Speed on Sunday morning. The final decision will be made by the FDA. According to the latest numbers from the CDC, 13 million doses of the vaccine have been distributed nationwide, but only 4.2 million Americans have actually received it. This falls short of President Trump's goal of 20 million people getting vaccinated by the end of 2020. While more local clinics are opening for healthcare workers who don't work in hospitals, it could still be a few months before the general population can get vaccinated. In sports this morning... The Eagles finished their disappointing season with a loss against Washington last night in South Philly. Eagles coach Doug Peterson said he was coaching to win despite pulling quarterback Jalen Hurts in a three-point game early in the fourth quarter in favor of backup Nate Sudfeld. As a result of the 2014 loss, the Eagles draft position improved and Washington won the NFC East title. A win by the Eagles would have handed the 6-10 New York Giants the division via a tiebreaker. In the offseason, the team will have to figure out what to do with quarterback Carson Wentz, who was benched in favor of rookie Jalen Hurts last month. Wentz is expected to ask for a trade in the offseason. Reports say his relationship with head coach Doug Peterson has been fractured. The Eagles are aware of this potential development, but the organization's asking price for Wentz will be high for the quarterback it selected with the number two overall pick in the 2016 draft. And the Sixers are at home tonight with the game against the Charlotte Hornets, who they just beat over the weekend. The Sixers won five of their last six games and are in first place in the Eastern Conference, while the Hornets are two and four early on in the season. On Saturday, the Sixers beat the Hornets for the 12th straight time. They haven't lost to Charlotte since November of 2016. Tip-off tonight is scheduled for 7 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kath. Welcome back from the holidays, gang. Everybody looks safe and ready to uh, begin the new year together. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to it. And uh, we do have some things planned, so let's get right into that. We have a new Word of the Week prize to kick off 2021. We have a JBL Party Box 100, which is a really powerful uh, Bluetooth party speaker. It also has uh, lights and everything. So. I love lights. Yeah, yeah, I like lights, <laughs> I love too. I love lights, too. Uh, but I think I, I saw this at a uh, at a store not long ago. It's pretty badass, man. It's a, it's a big one. It's, oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. okay, cool. It's like $349, so it's, it's got to be big. It's not a cheapie. It's got some kick to it, so we will give that away. 
for the Letter of the Day Word of the Week prize. And uh, other than that, we just have uh, some things that will uh, spread out through the course of the morning as far as giveaway goes. You thought Christmas was over. No. Oh, no, 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 no. The giving has just begun here. Exactly. So we'll we'll do what we can to uh, spread the love. Uh, No guests to speak of other than uh, just kind of getting back up to speed and talking about uh, what's going on in our world over the last few days and uh, how we're getting ready for a new a new year, man. It's yeah, yeah. All of our all of our uh, New Year's resolutions, which will break, and all of that stuff. All those things. Yeah, most people are just saying. I think everyone feels that they've taken care of their resolutions by just living through twenty twenty. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm off to a good start. Casey got me a, a piping hot a, a piping hot cup of tar here oh to have God. this morning. <laughs> who made, I didn't. I don't know. It? I have no idea. <laughs> Uh, so mm. you, it you, was you, weird. You, you, you don't want to pour out a full pot of coffee. Well, but there was, somebody likes fusel oil here. There were two pots, and one pot looked like <laughs> it was um, like maybe like a half a scoop of grounds, and then the other one was just a little bit darker. Casey, yeah, the, so, when, you, when you approach the pot in the back of your mind, do you think automatically, "Am I going to have to make another pot?" Or do you just go in saying, "I'm going to pour you, no matter you, what"? You, you know, no. he thought, Nick, he thought venom was sleeping in one of the. Uh, <laughs> there was a lot of coffee. Okay. There, there were basically two full pots of coffee. I chose I chose uh, incorrectly. Chose wisely. I chose what, unwisely. He chose what carafe would Jesus drink out of? Here's the deal, Press. I, I'm working on a, about two hours of sleep. I could not fall asleep oh, last night, so wow. I went with that sucks. yeah. I went with the the darker coffee. No, you, you, you chose yes. You chose wisely <laughs> yeah. because I can water this down. Yeah, and so therefore you can't you can't. Uh, you can't strengthen a weak cup of coffee. No, you can't. But you can weaken a strong cup of coffee. That's beautiful, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Nietzsche said. <laughs> I think if there was a saying to yeah, kick yeah, off the year, yeah, it's right? the That's fact it. that you yeah, can't yeah. strengthen yeah. a strengthen weak cup coffee, of coffee, yeah, yeah. but you can weaken a strong cup of coffee. Right. right. Keep so. that in mind. Live it. Learn it. Love it. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. We'll have a stupid question uh, with some giveaways and the uh, entertainment report. Man, uh, as, of course, would happen when we leave. Several people pass yeah. away, unfortunately, so we'll have to pass along those stories. We'll be back in a moment with some other stuff, too. Stay with us. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Steven's brand new deep navy blue and sparkling 24 karat gold dipped twinkle twinkle rose is here. Don't miss out. Imagine the blue color of the sky just before the sun sets when you can start to see all the stars sparkling in the night sky. See Steven's exclusive twinkle twinkle rose now at IHateStevenSinger.com. Real jewelers, real roses with a real lifetime guarantee. Ship fast and free. Check out the entire collection of Steven's famous roses starting at only $59. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so we'll ask a stupid question. We'll look for your answer, and we'll give away a prize, a Blu-ray combo pack of Love and Monsters. I saw that. Okay. Really good. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Here's the question that we have for you this morning. January's full moon is known by what name? It's got its own name, 215263-WMMR. This year, you'll see it on Thursday, January 28th. January's full moon is known by what name? Call now. Let's see if you know the answer. Only have a few birthdays today on January 4th to mention while we're waiting for your call to come in. Uh, let's see. We have Julia Ormond, the actress uh, who's in a movie called Sabrina. Yes. She's in Legends of the Fall. Very lovely. She is a sort of woman. Um, exotic looking. Yep. 
Uh, she celebrates her 56th birthday today. She is a competitive lumberjack. Oh, wow. yeah, a lot of people that. don't know that side of her. I was not aware of. She it, seems frail, but she's actually very strong. Did she just show up in the latest uh, iteration of, of of Walking Dead? Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, the that's Walking her. Dead World Beyond case. Yes, that's what that's called. Yeah, okay. I just I just looked that up on IMDb. How many Walking, Walking Dead? Well, the, the new one is Walking Dead Spring Break. Okay, and, right. Uh, right. Well. So Walking this... Dead, Nerds in Paradise. Right. Had... <laughs> <laughs> Nerds in Paradise. They're Walking Dead, then Fear the Walking Dead, and now Walking Dead, whatever Nick just said it was. World Beyond. World Beyond, which is supposed to be set into the future. Right. Um, I, to me, they're going to the well too much, and it happens It happens with all of this stuff. I, well, What was happening 10 minutes before that? Let's create a new series that explores that. Right, you know, right. it's, it's like, and I, I get it, and they're all well-produced. If there weren't nine of them, each yeah. one would stand alone as a good show. Yeah. All right, so, and I started watching Fear the Walking Dead, but um, the problem I have with Fear the Walking Dead is they have It's like, sus- be suspicious of the Walking Dead, which no, was their first series. They have too many moments that are like uh, the moments in Full House where, okay, here comes, here comes Uncle the life, here comes the life lesson, here comes the, the, uh, the really? violins. Yeah. Okay, well, listen, DJ, mm. you can't be running out there with the zombies. That's yeah. why taking a, a different approach like going to Fort Lauderdale and the communities <laughs> of all of the yes. fraternities, the fraternities. Right. is a good idea. Kind of take it in a different direction. Are okay. a living dead fraternity would like to speak? <laughs> <laughs> Motion to approve passed. Uh. <laughs> Zombies in paradise. God. Yeah. All right. The one difference is when Booger sticks his finger in its nose, <laughs> it comes off. <laughs> All right. So, Julia Ormond. <laughs> wow, we're one birthday in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had to milk it. You said you only had a few. I don't know. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. No problem. 56. Uh, actress Diane Cannon, who was in the movie. Helen Cannon, way! Helen Cannon, way! Helen Cannon, way! Have a go wait till another day. Uh, Which is a great movie, by the way. <laughs> it is. It, it is a good movie. It's yeah. a remake of yeah. Here Comes Mr. Jordan, but it was a uh, it was a funny movie. It was well done. It was touching, and she was very funny as the conniving wife. Mm-hmm. She was also on Ellen uh, McBeal and several movies. She was married to Cary Grant throughout the year. She is eighty four today. Uh, Dave Foley, who was a member of uh, Kids in the Hall. He was in and, Foley Can't Wait. Uh, Very sausages. Yep, he's, he's yeah. in that bit, believe it or not. Uh, but that's not him saying that. That's Scott Thompson. Uh, News Radio was a, a big hit for him. Uh, fun movie he was in, Blast from the Past. I always like that. He's the, the gay best friend, mm-hmm. and he's really good. And uh, Bugs Life, he was the, uh, the main character, uh, the voice of the main character. He's 58 today. Uh, the great Michael Stipe, lead singer of R.E.M. You guys watch Song Explosion on uh, Netflix yet? No, no, I have not. Is okay. it good? All right, so listen, you're probably not going to want to watch the one about, um, oh, geez, uh, he's a rapper. <laughs> I can't even remember his name. All right, but well, which one would we like to watch? This one. They All do. Right. They they break down Losing My Religion, and yeah. it's basically like how the song was created. I love stuff like that. And Michael Stipe. He's a very dry individual, yep. but I really liked him in this one. It's only 25 minutes long. He was wearing half- Billy Bob teeth during the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> no. He is, he is very... Uh-huh. I like him, too. I, I always thought he was the most pompous jackass uh, and very self-affected. And then I saw a number of interviews with him. I'm like, no, nah, he's just... 
He yeah. thinks about things. That's all. That's, yeah. he's, he's it's, just not, a, it's not an affectation. He's an arty guy. Yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, yeah I've, and I've loved the music throughout the years. He, I believe, is going to release some solo music this year. He hasn't done anything in quite some time. He is in the new Fast and Furious movie. So <laughs> Dom's younger brother, Michael. He's 61 today. Uh, then the last birthday I saw is actress Julia, Julian Sands, or no, actor Julian Sands. He's good. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, he was in. He was uh, in a room with a view. Uh, the Killing Fields, Ocean's Thirteen. I and and I I looked this up to make sure he was in it because it's a it's a guilty pleasure of mine. But he was in the movie Oxford Blues. Yes, I like that movie. I did too. It, it's uh, a, yeah, right. A guilty pleasure perfectly describes it. Rob Lowe and Ali Sheedy, and he plays the the foil, uh, the romantic foil in that movie. But uh, he is uh, sixty three years old not, today. Not to go off on a tangent here, President, but you brought up Ocean's Eleven, and I watched a documentary over the time off, and it was about the making of the original Ocean's Eleven with the the Rat Pack. Mm-hmm. So at that time, the Rat Pack came into being basically because of Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. And and they ran Las Vegas at the time. But what you need to understand is the rule was they couldn't do any more, any one of them, than like two hours of filming a day because they were also doing four and five hour shows at Whoa. night. So they were they were up basically 24 hours a day filming and then they would do like for example sinatra would be doing a show the other guys weren't even scheduled to do it but they would just show up and watch the show and heckle him from the 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 audience and so this became this seven eight person show every night oh i gotta see this that you couldn't even get yet and they just ruled the city and were filming the movie during the day i watched that movie once and it's not great i really like the remake the oceans Mm -hmm. 11 remake the the original movie to me is just not not as good but um it is cool to see those guys on screen together do you know that the only time they actually all were filming in one scene together is the final scene where they're walking down the street together. No kidding. Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. It's a great documentary. Well, let's see if we can get an answer to the super question. January's full moon is known by what name? I am going to go to Chris and see if Chris knows. Chris, good morning. Good morning. All right, so what is January's full moon known by? That would be the wolf moon. Yes, sir. Correct. <laughs> one moment, Chris. Put you on hold, get your information, and we are going to set you over the Blu-ray combo pack of Love and Monsters starring Dylan O'Brien. Certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, this fun-filled adventure delivers epic action and laughs as young men makes a dangerous journey in a monster-infested uh, world to be the with the girl of his dreams. You can own it now on Blu-ray 4K Ultra HD and digital rated PG-13, and that's from Paramount Pictures. I think you would like that movie, Preston. I, it, it's think, think of Zombieland. Uh, Same attitude. Never saw a zombie land. Okay, then don't think about it I got to get on that eventually someday. Uh, But I did see a movie that is actually number one in the country at the box office, and it was horrible. Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, really? Uh, 5.5 Yeah, everybody I've talked to. Steve and I. Yeah, um, we agree. It was such a disappointment. Yep, it was too bad. And then as you you sit there, President, you find yourself going over different plot lines like, what were they thinking? Yep, not good at all. Uh, second was Crude's A New Age, followed by News of the World, Monster Hunter, Fatal, Promising Young Woman with Six, followed by Pinocchio, The War with Grandpa, Alien, and Come Play. Um, we're going to start off a little bit on the lighter side and then get into some heavier stuff, but uh, stars are greeting the new year with hope. Oh my God, this is great news. Yes. I was hoping that they would greet it with hope. Uh, Chrissy Teigen is excited to enter the new year without booze. Okay. Uh, the cookbook author and model recently shared that she's uh, sober, and on New Year, she shared shots of herself and John Legend celebrating with friends sober. She wrote, Cinnamon rolling into the new year, 
Sober New Year is lit. Uh, she and uh, Legend partied with Jen Atkins and Mike Rosenthal. Oh, both Atkins and Rosenthal made it over for playing the party. <laughs> board games and eating. Uh, since losing their pregnancy, Tegan and uh, Legend have been uh, open about their emotional ups and downs. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry posted about their hope for the new year on their website for their nonprofit Archwell. We're playing Catan. Uh, they shared shots of themselves as kids. One with Harry sitting on his late mother, Princess Diana's shoulders, and the other with Meghan in her mother, Doria Ragnold's arms. Uh, she, uh, He had written, I am my mother's son, and I am our son's mother. Uh, together. What? what is this? What does that mean? Huh? Together we is bring you Archwell. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, they wrote in their letter for 2021 on the website, which they initially launched in October. Wait, Arch Archie's name is Archwell? No, that's the name of their uh, nonprofit, Archwell. Okay. Uh, they wrote, uh, we believe in the best of humanity because we have seen the best of humanity. Uh, we've experienced compassion and kindness from our mothers and strangers alike. The letter continues saying, in the face of uh, fear, struggle, and pain, it can be easy to lose sight of this. Together, we can choose to put compassion in action. They also shared that for the holidays, they'd love to sit down and watch now. It's kind of a tradition. <laughs> Other celebs also seem to be eager to turn the page in uh, 2020 or on 2020 with new habits. James Corden shared that he is eager to get healthier. He had said, I'm fed up with the way I look. I'm fed up with being unhealthy. This is the year I'm doing it. Because of that, over Christmas, I've eaten everything that's in the fridge because in my head, in January, I'm starting this diet and it'll be a success. And as you can see, it hasn't. <laughs> uh, he reached out to Weight Watchers and is now partnering with them as a spokesman during his journey. So. I bet you he'll be a good spokesman. He, uh, was, he yeah. was doing the commercials for, was it, uh, what was the, the coffee? Um, Keurig? <laughs> was he doing Keurig? Was, was he, he doing Keurig? Or something yeah, like that. Sure. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So, he'll be a great spokesperson. Yeah, he's very curious. I watched, uh, I fully watched Cats over the... Uh, and? On purpose? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. It's not good. It's terrible. <laughs> and, and, and he's great. I mean, he's a very talented guy. Man, but when you take so many talented people and put them in a crappy movie, sometimes you get entertainment out of it. <laughs> not, not with that one. It's yeah. just unbelievably bad. Uh, the last person <laughs> I'll mention here, after welcoming her mom, Lori Laughlin, home from prison. Oh, my. Yay! Yay! Uh, Olivia Jade is ready to look ahead to a new chapter. I gotta look ahead. She wrote, 2021, let's just keep the vibes good. Kay? Kay. Yeah, Kay. <laughs> I do follow her on Instagram. Uh-huh. Me too. I, she's very inspiring. Okay. Uh, the she, way she handled her mother's release from prison really <laughs> picked me up. Her post had showed her smiling and dancing with friends. What about her dad? Her dad is still in the slammer. Yeah, yeah he's in. Uh, he's locked up right I'm now. I'm sure so. he'd love to see her dancing and partying while he's in the slammer. All right, now on to something a little more heavy. Four women who have accused Danny Masterson of stalking, raping, and intimidating them in a civil case must go through mediation within the Church of Scientology, a judge has ruled. I was wondering how this works. Uh, the ruling came days before his scheduled arraignment on three charges of rape between uh, 2001 and three. Uh, the hearing is set for January 6th. Uh, Los Angeles County Superior Court Judge Stephen Kleifeld uh, ruled that the harassment complaint from uh, Chrissy Bixler, her husband, musician Cedric Zabala, uh, Marie Rayales, and two Jane Doe's must be settled by the church in religious arbitration since an arbitration agreement already exists among the parties that compels Disputes to be handled by the Church of Scientology. Uh. This is just the civil case. The criminal case 
still stands in the state. Right, and you, you're not going to have the same ruling about uh, Scientology arbitration on that. Right. The suit filed in August 2019 alleged that the plaintiffs were stalked and harassed by Masterson and agents of for the search of Scientology. Uh, Masterson's attorney, Andrew Brettler, said this was absolutely the correct result. We look forward to arbitrating the claims as the court directed. Uh, like I said, this does not affect... Uh, their criminal case, uh, nor does it affect uh, Bobby Reales, who was not a member of the church and therefore not subject to the arbitration agreement. Mm. So that is moving forward. He's It'll- looking at some serious, serious penalties if, yeah. if, 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 if this, if a third of this comes through. Yeah. That church doesn't have to pay taxes, right? No. Nope. Mm-hmm. In fact, if you remember in the documentary, uh, the uh, blinded, was it? Was yeah, it? I don't know which one you're the talking light, about. Blinded by light, whatever that is. Uh, but they they talk about the uh, extensive work they put into making them a uh, a tax exempt organization. That was kind of their defining moment. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was a huge victory. Exempt. Yeah. All right, and this is terrible news. Uh, and this just happened uh, yesterday. Actress Tanya Roberts yeah. has passed away. This is sad. Oh, Best known for her role as a Bond girl, and also on that '70s show. She died uh, actually, yeah, Sunday. After a brief hospitalization, she was only 65 years old. I, I couldn't believe this when I saw this. I mean, obviously, we were actually just talking about her in Beastmaster. Yeah. Which yeah. I was actually trying to get some audio of her from Beastmaster. And every time you do a search, the one scene that comes up is the is the edited, because uh, there's a little bit more nudity of her that was edited out of the film. I thought so. Yeah, yeah. And like so, downstairs nudity, yes, right? Yes, uh-huh. And it was edited out of the film. So what uh, was it, did they According say? to Robert Schreiber, she, she passed away at Cedars-Sinai in Los Angeles. The, the cause of death was not related to COVID-19. That's kind of the only thing we know, huh. Kath. They said it was... They, I she just, was... What? Like an aneurysm? Well, they don't know. Yeah. But uh, she, she, here's the deal. She was taking her dogs for a walk on Christmas Eve, and then she collapsed yeah. after she came home. She was put on a ventilator after being hospitalized but never recovered. Now, it sounds like that might yeah, be it, yeah. but they they have not released any official information. She didn't appear to be ill in the days leading up to her collapse. Uh, Roberts began her career as a model before breaking into film with the 1975 horror flick Forced Entry. After a series of TV pilots and a number of roles in fantasy films, she appeared in her most iconic role, which was playing Stacey Sutton in the 1985 James Bond film A View to a Kill. Also known for her recurring role as Midge Pinnacotti, on that 70s show, and for her role as Julia Rogers on the fifth and final season of Charlie's Angels in 1980, and as Steve had mentioned, in Beastmaster, which is kind of a cult classic. And, and Dar's girlfriend, yeah. 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 Uh, beautiful, beautiful woman. Could pull off comedic uh, roles wonderfully. Didn't we interview her once? I think I she, she, say she called did. in and she was talking about... I mean, she, on, on that 70s show, she was the trophy wife yeah. of the neighbor, and she was actually very funny. Yeah. yeah. So sad news. That to is hear. very sad. And then a few days ago, and and this was was terrible as well. But uh, Don Wells, of course, uh, from Gilligan's Island, yeah. and Marianne passed away. So that was terrible. Celebrities are paying tribute to her. Uh, we've had a chance to speak to her, I think, on a couple of occasions yeah. over the years, and she was a sweetheart. Uh, she passed away last Wednesday, and there were causes related to COVID nineteen. She was uh, eighty two years old. Uh, she, uh, her former uh, co star Tina Louise was among those to mourn the actress's death online. Uh, she is, by the way, Tina Louise is the last surviving cast member oh. of, uh, of Gilligan's Island. Uh, she had said, I will always remember Dawn's kindness to me. We shared in creating a cultural landmark that has continued to bring comfort and smiles to people during this difficult time. 
I hope that people will remember her the way that I do, always with a smile on her face. I was always a Marianne fan. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> she had that little uh, the little belly shirt or the, 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 the shorts and the, uh, the yeah. half top, and, and yep. she looked great. Yep. Uh, it was funny, later on in life, we learned that she was a, a very active cannabis user yeah. and was uh, getting, uh, Gilligan was uh, supplying her initially. Uh, another bombshell of that era, uh, Barbara Eden, who played Jeannie on I Dream of Jeannie, uh, also remembered Wells as a dear friend. She wrote, Oh, Dawn, it is never easy to hear that a happy, charming friend has passed. You were always great fun and loved to laugh. Decades of laughter and good times together will remain with me always, off the island, but forever in our hearts. Uh, Former Two and a Half Men star John Cryer recalled how Wells once visited the set of the CBS series. She said, It was such a thrill for me to meet Dawn Wells when she came to see uh, Two and a Half Men. She could not have been more lovely and gracious, and I'm so grateful that I got to enjoy the work that uh, she loved doing. That show, I mean, you talk about Gilligan's Island, there's been a number of um, documentaries and uh, retrospectives about about the impact. That was the classic junk food show. It was one that the critics just despised, and try as they might, the show caught on. And for its brief period, it made a hit. And then it lived on instant. It still runs around the world. Sure. Yeah. It's it's just it will never die. Yep. So the, the the legacy is this show that they all were part of. Uh, actress uh, Morgan Fairchild, actress Jason Alexander, Bruce Campbell also honored her on social media. Fairchild tweeted, "Hated to hear this. Uh, I met her so many times. She was always so charming and kind. Such a loss." Uh, and. Um, Jason Alexander said, so sorry to, to learn of the passing of Don Wells. I was totally Team Marianne on Gilligan's Island. <laughs> uh, and that show was a treasure part of my life as a kid. I hope she had a happy life. Rest you know well. That's one they've never uh, attempted to reboot. I mean, they, they did yeah. it as with the original cast members. They had right. the Escape from Gilligan's Island, and they had whatever, a couple yeah. of made-for-TV movies, and they swapped out a few cast members. Yeah. But they've never attempted to redo that one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right, moving on to a couple of other things. Uh, CNN reported on Saturday that uh, the network's former longtime talk show host, Larry King, has been hospitalized with COVID-19 for more than a week. Uh, The 87-year-old King is reportedly being treated at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center uh, with family unable to visit because of the coronavirus restrictions. Uh, He had a nightly show on CNN for 25 years as part of his 50-year career. Uh, recent years, he's had heart attacks and been diagnosed with diabetes and lung cancer. He, the, the guy is just unstoppable. So yeah. I, I, I don't like I. You want to um, resist being dismissive about it, but he's such. I mean, his he's bounced back so many times. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I've I've good uh, good hopes for his recovery. Yep. Uh, the one night only virtual performance of Ratatouille, the TikTok musical, raised at least a million dollars for the Actors Fund. Organizers wow. announced. Yeah, tickets can be. Uh, bought for a contribution of at least $5, and the show is streamed through today, by the way. I heard it was great. Uh, the performance, based on the animated movie, starred uh, Titus Burgess, uh, Wayne Brady, and Adam Lambert, to name a few. You heard it was great? Yeah, I saw a whole bunch of reviews, and uh, despite our um, opinion of Wayne Brady, apparently he knocked it out of the park. Yeah, he's a great performer. Yeah. You know, no question. Uh, and her buddy uh, Michael Chiquino did the uh, score That's for, that, right. for that film. Uh, let's see. What else I have here for you? Zoe Kravitz filed for divorce mm. from Carl Gluzman. I could have seen this coming. This Gluzman guy looked, yeah. it looked like a risky uh, marriage to begin with. So on Saturday, she reposted on Instagram story from the spiritually charged Instagram account. Huh? That's the name of the account. I don't right. know. 
uh, about, quote, the universe dumping people, places, and things that no longer serve my greatest and highest good into the trash. <laughs> wow. All right. uh-huh. Jesus Christ. She's the, the trash. <laughs> uh, she captioned it mood. Okay. Okay. So um, obviously she was sending code to an invading army. They married in Paris last year. Well, 2019. Uh, and uh, it was at uh, Lenny Kravitz's home. So that didn't go well, and it's over. Uh, but this is just starting. This is a star. Justin Hartley is Ooh. making his new relationship with Sophia Pernas, Instagram official. Oh. It's insta-official. It's insta-official. It's so good. It's also superficial. Uh, the 31-year-old actress who... Superficial? Who previously... Oh, yeah, we haven't done that yet, have we? Instaficial. Yeah. Superficial. Official. Uh, so the 31-year-old actress who previously worked together with Hartley on The Young and the Restless wrote uh. in the caption, Sayonara 2020... It's been real. Happy New Year from our quarantine den to yours. Yeah. It's a picture of two really good-looking people. I watched uh, Bad Moms Christmas over the break. Uh, what did you I think forgo- of it? Well, I forgot he was, he's in it. He has a small part in it, and the ending is so funny. He comes in and dances. He's like a stripper in yeah. the movie, uh, but I forgot he was in it. He was good. It's not a bad movie. No, that, was that was, there, there were two of those movies, right? There were I, Bad Moms and then a Bad Moms Christmas. And Bad Moms Christmas, and I am... Uh, I definitely know who I am in that movie. <laughs> Are you Mila Kunis? I'm Mila Kunis's mom. Okay. <laughs> have you ever seen these movies? No, I yeah, they're, they're 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 basically bad Santa meets moms. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Bachelorette alum Emily Maynard. I got a couple of bachelor bachelorette stories here. Very excited about this. Says that uh, she was diagnosed with Bell's palsy in September. Uh, Bell's palsy occurs when a nerve in the face becomes inflamed and can cause drooling, drooping eyelids, or mouths. My mother had that years ago. Twitching yeah. Yeah. or paralysis. It's uh, not like yeah, Saturday my, Night Palsy, right? No, no, no. My uh, <laughs> my father-in-law had it as well, and it took him a long time to get over it. Oh, it, I have a friend who it never fully went away. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, is that what Stallone had at a young age? Oh, I don't know. Uh, that Because that, that caused the paralysis? Not sure. Well, they have Maybe that's what led to the part in Rocky Fiber. He goes, I don't know. Uh, But uh, she shared that her doctor told her that with um, corticosteroid medication, the uh, use of an eye patch at night so she could sleep in good old-fashioned time, she said, I would make a full recovery. I've seen a lot of people. A lot lot of people do come back fully from it. It's not not always, you know, it doesn't leave residual uh, effects all the time. Uh, let's see. And then in the Bachelor world, Barbara Weber, notoriously involved in her son's romantic life, is sharing a positive message after the Bachelor alum Peter Weber confirmed that he and Kelly Flanagan were done. I don't know any of these people. <laughs> Ma! She said... No, I can't say <laughs> She said, love can be fickle. And it's it is not for the timid. So do you do you understand any of this uh, dynamic here? Is this a very intrusive mother? Is that the deal? Well, apparently she's notoriously involved in her. She's son's so notorious, romantic. I have no idea who she is. Yeah. So she said, "Love can be fickle, and it's not for the timid." Uh, she wrote in a comment beneath uh, the pilot's Thursday, December thirty first Instagram reveal. 
She said, those who have experienced it know this all too well, but it is better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. Well, how did she come up with that? Uh, the mother of two mm-hmm. continued saying, our hearts ache for you two. Kelly will always have a piece of our hearts, <sighs> and we wish her only the best, mom and dad. Where's an explosion when you need one? I don't know. So, You want to know why uh, Stallone has that face? Yes, mm. why? It, it has nothing to do with Bell's palsy, but it's an interesting thing. Uh, he, the complications during labor when he was born, uh, Jackie Stallone, they oh. had to use the forceps during birth, and the, the misuse of those forceps accidentally severed a nerve, causing, causing paralysis in Stallone's huh. face. Interesting. Pulled him out by his lips? <laughs> yeah, as a result. <laughs> you let it go. Hey, hey. <laughs> they, they, you got my lip. They clamped forceps on his lower lip. (laughs) And it pulled him out like that. My mother stayed in labor for like an ungodly amount of time. She refused allowing the forceps to be used on me. Maybe I could have been a Stallone-ish type figure. Listen, as a result, the lower left side of his face is paralyzed, including parts of Casey, his lips, his tongue, and his chin, an accident which gave him a signature snarling, uh, I'm sorry, snarling look and slurred speech. That's right. I can see. I'm I a see, baby. Is that part of the placenta? No, that's his lip. Yeah. I would like some strain peas, please. Wow. Okay. Uh, uh, but you know what? It worked in his favor, actually. Yeah. It, it is part of it's part of the persona. Yeah, yep, exactly. I watched Rocky Balboa over the Oh, really? So, so damn good. What a great movie. I was watching uh, Creed 2 yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Not all of it, just uh, went in for some of it. It was on as I came across it. Just the birth scene where they grab me by the lip. Yep, and pull you up. Lip me, Mick. Cut my lip, Mick. Cut it. I can't cut it, Mick. Cut my lips up. All right. Uh, Busy Phillips is sharing insight into her 12-year-old birdie's journey. Uh, yeah, so the 41-year-old said that Birdie opened up about being gay at age 10 and now prefers the they-them pronouns. Uh, This is her child. Her child, yes. Uh, 12-year-old Birdie. Uh, the Dawson's Creek alum who shares Birdie and Cricket, who is seven, with husband Mark Silverstein, admits that she's done a bad job with pronouns when talking to or about Birdie, but is making an effort. Uh, she said, because Bertie said that uh, they would like their pronouns to be they, them, and I haven't been doing it. And I said, because I have this public persona and I want Bertie to be in control of their own narrative and not have to answer to anybody outside of friends and family if they don't want to. Bertie was like, I don't give enough. You can talk about how I'm gay and out. You can talk about my pronouns. That would be cool with me. That's great. So I said, okay, I can talk about it on the podcast. She said, so Bertie, my kid, prefers they, them. I F it up sometimes, but I'm trying my best at that, too, she says. So just an update in her. On Birdie. On Birdie. <laughs> but Birdie and Cricket. Don't Birdies eat crickets? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's kind of weird, right? Uh, Ellen DeGeneres' show will go dark again this week amid an alarming rise in COVID-19 infections in L.A. County. Uh, the talk show has been airing reruns since December 10th. When Ellen announced that she had contracted, contracted, sorry, somebody hates it when I say contracted, <laughs> contracted COVID-19 itself. So you're changing that? Well, it's actually, it is the proper pronunciation right, okay. of it. Listen, you can say whatever you want. You can create your own language. If you can create your own pronouns, you can create your own language. That's right. Wait, I don't remember this, that she got it. Uh, yeah, it was a little while back. In a memo she did fine. Our yeah. uh, producer said, uh, due to the current surge, we have decided that we will not uh, not do any shows next week and instead work from home. I don't know if anybody's watched Auntie Donna on uh, Netflix or not, 
Did you I watch love that? it. Yeah, okay. I, 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 I love that show. I, I rewatched the whole series again. It, it, it's a comedy troupe, yeah. and they are effing hilarious. The Ellen DeGeneres bit yeah. is so, like... Mm-hmm. Out there, but is hilarious. Yes, and, yeah, and they just and they keep going for. I just love it. So, love Preston, it. you need you need to understand this is as free form a comedy as you've ever seen. Oh, this is the drum one. Yes, yeah, yeah, everything's okay. a drum. So, so yeah. everything's a drum. They, yeah. they do one where the queen. They're preparing for the queen to come by the house and visit. Yes, uh, but there's there's literally no. It makes <laughs> it makes. Monty Python seemed conservatively scripted, yeah. but it's hilarious. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know um, your son, Parker, is a big fan of it as well. Okay. Because I started singing to Seamus, Everything's a Drum, and he lit up. He looked at me like, <gasps> <gasps> Everything's <laughs> a Drum. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I what's, thought you what's said everything. What's that? What's the Ellen bit? So... The one of the guys plays Ellen DeGeneres, but he doesn't even shave his face. <laughs> like he just wears a wig. Yeah, uh, that makes it look. And he and so he gives away something, and then he right. and then he keeps giving things away. And the the prizes that are being given away are just like more and more and more ridiculous. This is an ongoing thing. For example, Jerry yeah. Seinfeld dropped by the show, but it wasn't Jerry it Seinfeld. Was some Indian guy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it was actually the guy. I think it was the guy who was the, the cab driver in, in Deadpool. I think it was. It, it might, might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It or might Pender. be. Yeah. 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 Huh. <laughs> uh, but it is so ridiculous. And at first, it, um, it's just hilarious. Give yes. it a chance. All right. <laughs> uh, Sony Pictures Television is pushing its holiday production hiatus amid a surge in COVID-19 infections as well. Uh, ABC's The Goldbergs and Netflix Atypical were both set to resume this week, but they have been pushed to at least January 11th. Uh, Sony joins uh, CBS, Warner Brothers, um, Universal TV, Disney TV Studios, ABC Signature, and 20th Television, which also extended the production hiatuses of their L.A. series. I'm thrilled when I see the uh, demarcation pop up on the schedule that something is a new episode. And uh, now, like you you'd mentioned, Ellen, I can't remember the last time I watched. I used to check in fairly frequently, you know, and check out the show. I haven't watched it in a long time. The last time I watched it, she had... Um, Zoom audience, super large screens around the uh, the audience, and that was it. And it, it just it had a you know a, this was post all the um, the news about uh, toxic work environment and all that stuff. Right. But it just it just seemed different. I wonder you know I wonder if she will regain her yeah her popularity because she just dominated. Yep. And maybe this has finally put a dent in all that. We shall see. All right, I think we're ready to roll the first clips. 2021. It's an exciting Ooh, moment. These wow. are the first clips. Set during the Regency era of England, one family of eight close-knit siblings oversees all things in the series Bridgerton. In this clip, uh, Roger Jean Page yes. explains how the on-screen chemistry between him and his love interest was translated from the book to the screen. Here we go. Julia Quinn had created a whole bunch of chemistry and whatever brilliant secret lab that she has. And then Chris had come in and again kind of processed all of that in his writing. And then on top of that, we were immensely well prepared. We had etiquette lessons, dance lessons, writing lessons, essentially a lot of time in each other's arms before we even hit the set. What the f***? <laughs> you piece of s***. We're live! That wasn't supposed to be that one, but... <laughs> but go with it. Yeah. I binged it over the break. It was What'd you good. Think of it? I, I really liked it. I thought it was good. Um, my brother also watched it. He hated it. Thought it was stupid. So I guess it's uh, you know your own personal opinion. But I really liked it. I mean, I binged it in probably like two days. Someone suggested it to me and said that it's good. 
but so many people have suggested so many things that I don't even remember who suggested uh, it to me. Yeah. me. I remember vaguely that it was someone whose opinion I could trust. I just don't remember who it is. So I, this is why I don't watch anything. All right, anymore. so is this a drama? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. it's not a comedy. Okay. No, it's uh, not a comedy. Yeah, these um, this period in in uh, time does nothing for me whatsoever. You know what? I found it so interesting that like things like this could happen. You know, and the arranged marriages and and things like that. Like I was like, why is she just not saying no? I know. I, I, <laughs> you know? I do. I actually do like this. I'm a big fan of the Stanley Kubrick movie Barry Lyndon, which takes place, I believe, about this time. And uh, you know, if they, if they capture it right, it's kind of cool. My issue with it is that it's a period piece, and yet they're driving Ferraris. <laughs> well, it is a little like um, anachronistic. Uh, I, I, listen, I, it was good. It, it's more drama than okay. it is uh, maybe correct in in a right. uh, time frame. Okay. <laughs> All Bridgerton right. is available to watch on Netflix now. Here's the next clip. Now this one. Ah, yeah. Fierce karate rivals Johnny Lawrence and Daniel LaRusso are back with the all-new season of Cobra Kai. In this clip, Billy Zabka discusses what was important for him when rebooting the Karate Kid franchise. My main thing was, what's wait, what's the tone? You know, Karate Kid's a family movie. It's a beloved family movie. What I don't want to do is I don't want to double down on my dickness. Like, I don't want to end up being the worst bad guy of all time and take a proverbial crane kick to the face at the end of this thing. Yeah. It's great. Double yeah. down on my dickness. I, I love like it. That. I love it. I'm almost caught up on season two. I haven't started season three yet, but uh, you guys have been watching it longer than I have, and, and uh, I'm... I'm okay that I waited to watch it because I got to watch a lot of it over the break. It's so good. What's great about it is is there's so many good throwbacks. There's yeah. so many fun th- throwbacks in it. But it, as long as you suspend the belief <laughs> that in a week you can master and become a black belt in karate, right. if you set that aside, then it's great. Well, yeah, it usually takes two weeks, yeah. right? Yeah. It usually takes at least two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, that's the one thing you have to uh, you have to suspend your disbelief in. Uh, but it's it's great. I'm I'm seven episodes in. I'm, I'm we're ta- I mean, I've, we could have gone through and watched it in one day, but we're kind of mm. holding off. I want Hold I, I want it to last as much as possible. Uh, season three of Cobra Kai is streaming now on Netflix, by the way. And there you go. That is what we have in the first Exciting. entertainment report. Everything is the first of the first one today. first entertainment report. And it was full of energy. We learned a lot about celebrities. Yeah, we learned in many ways that they're. <laughs> Very much like us, Preston. They are. They're just, just like us. They worry like about us. the same things. They have the same trials and tribulations we're all going through. <sighs> what a world. And in a way, it brings us closer to those celebrities vis-a-vis your report. Well, I do what I can to yeah, bring us close to celebrities. It's, it's kind of what my mission is. <laughs> um, so we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment, and uh, we'll delve into other stuff as this uh, first Monday rolls through 2021. We will be back. Make sure you stay with us. It's good to see you, by the way. We'll be right back. WMMR, polluting more than just the airwaves. Hear us at WMMR.com on our mobile app, smart speakers, and radio.com. I guess we could dive right in uh, to the junk drawer oh, and yeah. take a look at some wow. things. A lot is amassed, I'm sure, with the time off. Yeah, I mean, there, there are a few things that are that are worth mentioning, um, and we might as well sift through them. I'm sure you guys saw this by now, but we didn't get a chance to talk about it on the air yet. But um, um, more than 190,000 ceiling fans 
sold at Home Depot are being recalled oh. <laughs> after oh, reports the that ceiling. the blades were flying <laughs> oh off, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. hitting people oh. and causing property damage. I was just telling my girlfriend yesterday how easy it is uh, to install a ceiling fan. We should go buy one. Uh, I installed uh, one last year, and I got it from Home Depot. Uh, the, Ham- the Hampton Bay oh, Mara Jesus. Indoor. Hampton uh, Bay is one of the classics, so when you go to shop, because I happen to love ceiling fans, and when we were looking, Hampton Bay seems to be the most popular. Now, the mm-hmm. last one I got was called the Decapitator 1000, mm-hmm. okay? mm-hmm. and this might be the one that's having the issue, Preston. Mm. I need to see what this looks like, because the, the name, I definitely, like you said, Hampton Bay. I'm pretty it, sure it, I bought a Hampton Bay. It's kind of the standard. Oh, no. Is that the one case? It's got oh, it's got blood no. on the blades. Yeah. We're looking you know at what? It. I, when I built my house, I put ceiling fans in like almost every room. I was like ceiling fan crazy, and like over the years, I've basically taken all of them out. Like Why? I don't, I, I'm just, oh, I don't need them. I never put them on. The huh? light is usually dim. Like I'd rather a nice, you know, a chandelier brighter. or a brighter yeah. light or something like that. Yeah, I'm kind what of. What about the bedrooms? Because Kathy, I have my ceiling fan on every night I... on low just to keep the air circulating. So I still have one in my bedroom, and like occasionally. I'll use it, but never this time of year. Like maybe oh. in the time period where you're not, you, you turn your heat off, but you didn't turn your air conditioner on yet. Like that time frame. But other than that, I never turn them on. In fact, it's such a part of my nighttime ritual. Preston, I know you're a fan guy at night yep. as well. Mm-hmm. That when I go to the gym, I go to Vertex Fitness, he has ceiling fans. And when I get into like on the bench or something and it's blowing on me, it's like, they'll go tie tie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, my gym has the largest yes, they do. fan yeah. <laughs> I have ever seen in my life. You can like, see him from the road. Like, sometimes I look at it and I'm like, if that ever came off, it would decapitate everyone in here. I've seen the type you're talking about. Um, it makes me nervous. At the Aquatic and Fitness Center, they had one there, too. Um, they're just massive. I saw one at an airport one time and I actually looked it up online. It was so big. And I'm like, what is that? I've never seen anything like this. How was that and and Like a big industrial? Huge. Like a, like a plane prop Enormous. almost, Even right? bigger than Even that. Bigger. I mean, like the size of the warehouse. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're just <laughs> huge. Nick's right, though. At my gym, if you drive by the gym, you there's like windows up top. You can see the ceiling fan when Let you drive ask by. You, below it, are they serving fizzy lifting drink? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Is that a maniac? Uh, no, in Conchahogan. In Conchie? Okay. Yeah, it, I, the one that we went to... When we used to do the camp out in yeah. the meeting room, yeah, we yeah, went yeah. a couple of times there. So they've got a giant one there. Huh? It's, oh, my God. It's huge. I think there's more than one, isn't there? Like, there's two or three, like, because you can see them from the road, and you and I have had to, you know, share rides in the morning every now and then. Now that I know that they're there, Kath, I actually look at them. Does everyone in the gym look as if they're touching a Van de Graaff generator? <laughs> Steve, this is the picture. This is one of them. I think the one in my Holy gym might be yeah, bigger than that. The blades oh, are thicker. Are you? What is the purpose of that? And it doesn't. They don't spin very fast, but the air moves. I guess it's I've just to them. keep everything circulating yeah, in there. Yeah. I don't know. Or yeah, to make work. sure you decapitate everyone, everyone. in the room. <laughs> uh, so the Hampton Bay Mara indoor and outdoor ceiling fans were sold this year between April and October at Home Depot stores. Did you sell? Did you buy it at Home Depot? Yeah. Um, about one hundred eighty-two thousand of them were sold in the U.S. Eighty-eight hundred were sold in Canada. They cost about one hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission said that it received 47 reports of the blades falling off, two reports of people being hit by them, and four reports of the blades causing property damage. It would be pretty cool if one flew across the room and stuck in the wall. Wing! Yep. 
Uh, have you ever been, so a lot of times, well, not a lot of times, but throughout my life, I've received emails or, or cor- actual correspondence that I'm part of a class action suit, not knowing yes. that I purchased something. Yep. Uh, when that happens, do you ever respond or do you ever like, uh, uh, I don't. The, the way class action suits seem to me is you're, you're going to get pretty much nothing. Nothing, yeah. But if it's something that you're really angry about and you want that, Product or that that company to you know have to be held account. Yeah, yeah. Then, then follow through. But I've never been in a in a situation where I've done that. I just got one over the the week. I, I joined a membership of something. I forget what it was. It was like a uh, like a, it was probably my uh, my time Tom Sizemore porn site <laughs> that we did years ago for the. Uh, uh, and uh, th- there was uh, litigation about the membership and what you were promised and so on and so forth. I'm like, I'm, this matters nothing to me. I, and as you say, the result is you're going to get nothing anyway. So why pursue it? Well, it, you can. I mean, I, I've gotten money out of um, Have you? A, an airline. Yeah. And it, but, I, it, I, Steve, I've gotten a few over the years that yeah. I have ignored. The one was a, a major airline, and it was one that I happen to fly frequently okay. enough to pay attention to when the email came through. And did you, you got something that yeah, t- it was like six or six or seven hundred dollars. Oh. It was okay. a massive lawsuit, and it was. It Maybe with, I should be connected with the Tom Sizemore thing. <laughs> it had to do with like a luggage loss or whatever. Oh, all right. years, you know. So it was something that kind of made sense, but yeah, I know what you're talking about too. I'm going to go to Jim because he's got the specs on the uh, the giant fan. Hi, uh, Jim. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. What's up, bud? Hey, I just wanted to let you know. I, I just happened to get in my car, and I heard you guys talking <laughs> about the um, the big ceiling fans. Yes. So I'm an engineer, and I specify things like that for factories and whatnot. The biggest manufacturer of those giant fans is actually called Big Ass Fan. Big Ass Big Fan. Ass fan. I love that. Excellent. Yeah. <clears throat> and when you specify them, if you're if you're doing it for a church or something else where you don't want the name of the fan on there, you can actually go on their paperwork and specify the no ass option. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have a, a church like a the Vatican, it just says Big Fan. It doesn't say Big Ass Fan. That's right. Right. So, so how how big do big ass fans get? What's the largest one they make? The the biggest one I did was about twenty feet in diameter. <laughs> twenty feet in diameter. Wow. Yeah, but I know they go much bigger. Than so the, obviously, the, the purpose is for just general airflow. But could you crank that up to to um, you know uh, insane levels? Wind tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. They're only designed to move slowly. You got to watch out for what they call the tip speed. So actually, how fast the um, the ends of the blades go, because you don't want them to go past a certain amount. So I, I assume go. that the blades are sharpened to a razor finish, right? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, when things are moving that fast, you don't have to really worry about how sharp they are. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. Big ass fans. I've yeah. always wanted to go because you know it at Boeing. Down by the airport, they have wind tunnels and we stuff have, like that. We've tried a number of times to contact them to perhaps... That was actually one of our month of stunts years ago was to try something in the wind tunnel. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's it's hard to get in there. Yes. Yeah. yeah the closest we, want, we get is the Lehigh Tunnel where they have those fans. Yes. Right. Like right. They do. Yeah. With Why like big jet engines. Uh, t- yeah. Well, right. well it's, it's different. It's they, different. Well, I mean, you can go and fly in there, but yeah. you can't... We wanted to like throw stuff in ping there. pong balls. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can't. It's going to ruin the fan and and uh-huh. uh, that whole system. So they wouldn't do it. However, behind Boeing, they they test. Uh, I've seen them back there when they've been testing uh, rotors, like the Ospreys. Uh, well, not not on the aircraft. They have like where they they mount them outside. Oh, and wow. Run them. And uh, I've i drove by one time. Preston, they were doing it, which is kind of cool. Wouldn't you love to chop salad and stuff like oh, that? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would love to throw I, stuff in wing, there. Wing, 
swing. It'd be awesome. You might be able to do it with the Hampton Bay uh, Mara Indoor, uh, which is now being recalled. Uh, owners of the fans should stop using them immediately, they've said, and inspect them. Unless you feel your head is too high. Uh, for blades that aren't secure or have a gap between them and the fan ba- and the base of the fan as well. Hang on. So uh, DJ is an electrician. And he installs the giant fans every now and then. Hey, DJ, good morning. Hey, you guys rock. Thanks, dude. What's up, man? Hey, so I actually um, just finished a project. Red Solo Cup is moving into Delaware. And ah. I was I was in the building there working, and they had these big-ass fans in there. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, they're like 20-foot diameter. Okay, all right. Also done one where it actually, it was big. It was something like 10-foot diameter, but this fan had 15 blades on it. Whoa. Wow. That's from a company called Big Mother Effing Fans. Wow. <laughs> a little different company. Uh, so, so did you... And when it's on, it, you 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 just sense the air being circulated, but do you wouldn't sense as if you had a fan pointed directly at you, correct? You almost think that the fan, like when I installed it, you almost think it's broken because it takes so long for that to kick on, like really start moving. But like it only before that first blade makes a full rotation. You've already got like a gust coming towards you sometimes. Oh, okay, okay. These things are moving massive amounts of air. Right. Thanks, right. DJ. Appreciate it, man. I just hey, wonder how many of these blades felt like. Is it user error or is it because the product is actually um, malfunctioning, uh, faulty? But they they probably wouldn't recall it. Yeah, no. recall if, it if, it if it was user, yeah, if it was user because uh, they're, they're not going to call everything. Take a loss on that. They're, you know, that was your fault. Yeah. Right? So. Right. I think that the the blades should be a wide enough distance for you to put talcum powder on if you're doing yes. a practical if joke. you want to do the joke, yeah. yeah. Or you can also put, uh, I saw where you put like hundreds of pennies up there. Yeah. And then they go and they turn it off. I don't care oh, how yeah. many Lights times I've seen those. They always crack me up. You know what I did do for my kids, though, because they each have uh, ceiling fans in their rooms, is I uh, taped... Um, Scorpions? Glow, no, glow sticks. Oh. And it looked really cool. Oh, really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So, wait, on the fan blades themselves? Yeah. The the thin, like, necklace type? Yeah. That's a good idea. I know. Okay. Thought of it myself. Did you see that somewhere? I think I thought of it myself. Nice. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> so, wait a minute. Solos, solo cups coming to Delaware? I'm trying to find uh, confirmation oh. on that, but that's okay. cool. Yeah, that's, the name of the company is... Han Solo Cups. Han Solo Cups, yeah. Solo All right, cups. anyhow, uh, that's item one in the junk drawer. Wow. All right, here's yeah. another one. I have a couple of them. Uh, a couple of them involve uh, some deaths. You know, we had we were talking about some celebrities that had passed away while we're gone. Um, this guy was a celebrity of sh- of sorts, uh, but he wasn't an entertainer. Uh, Joe Lewis Clark, the baseball bat and bullhorn-wielding principal who unwavering yes. commitment Aww. to his students and uncompromising disciplinary methods... Inspired the 1980 film Lean on Me, passed away at his Florida home on Tuesday. I love that movie. Long battle with unspecified illness. His family said he was 82 years old. Um, Yeah, he was... um, what year did the movie come out? Uh, came out in 1989. Okay, <laughs> it was it was loosely based on him. It didn't follow specifically the exact story of him. But he wasn't born on Saturn, as depicted in the movie. No, he was uh, he was born in New Jersey. I was born on Saturn. Um, so he was uh, at, at crime and drug ridden Eastside High School in Patterson, New Jersey. Uh, he expelled 300 students in a single day. Yeah. For fighting vandalism, abusing teachers, and drug possession, 
That lifted the expectations of those who remained, continually challenging them to uh, perform better. His unorthodox methods, which include roaming the hallways with a bullhorn and a baseball bat, won him both admirers and critics nationwide. President Ronald Reagan offered Clark a White House policy advisor position after his success at the high school. And you can bring your megaphone and baseball bat mm-hmm. and some jelly beans. So he walked around the White House with those things. No, I, I think, um, uh, yeah, the, I remember the story caught on it. He always reminded me, Preston, of sort of the uh, educational version of Buford Pusser. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, exactly. that, that same sort of approach to things. And he was he was kind of the, the darling of, uh, of a lot of the, because the schools were in, in, especially this school, was in horrible shape. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and I, I enjoyed the movie. And Morgan Freeman, I think he was nominated for it, wasn't he? Title, I'm not sure. Yeah. Title-wise, I always get Lean On Me and Stand By Me yeah. and Stand and Deliver <laughs> mixed up. Yeah. Stand and Deliver is another high school it is. movie, it but is. Stand By Me is completely different. But because of the three-word title, yeah. uh, I always I, I agree. mix those up. Yeah. Not me, but man. Which one had... I know Stand By Me is your all-time favorite movie. But also, like, Stand and Deliver, I never really watched. Oh, that's But Lean On movie. Me, that was my jam back in the day. Stand man. and Lean is a good movie, yeah. too. I was like, I liked Stand and Deliver a little bit better uh, than Lean on Me. But they're both very inspirational. And La Bamba on Me was a great <laughs> film. Wait, was anybody was in both her, of those movies? Yeah, Lou Diamond yeah. Phillips. Yeah. Lou Diamond yeah. Phillips. La Bamba on Me was Stand and Deliver. What's when Richie Havens taught school. La Bamba on Me. <laughs> that sounds dirty, It actually. does. La Bamba all over my La back. La Bamba on Me. Don't you guys remember the... <laughs> Um, what the alma mater? Oh, yeah. The song, the 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 school song from uh, Lean made, on Me. Yeah. He made them learn it and sing it and perform it any time that he asked, or they would face detention or something. But Casey, he would hit them with a bat. Take it away. Fair East Side. <laughs> I can't do it. Do it. No, no. no. Where's the that's bat? All, that's Where's the bat? Fair East Side. You have the megaphone over there. Go ahead. By my side, we'll stand. And always praise thy name, praise thy name, praise thy name. Now, that was the updated version they made, What do you want from me? No, I'm saying it. Sing it again. No. What do you expect from me? What do you expect from me? In the first... They, were, they had a traditional version of it. <laughs> they did, but and then, then they, they changed it. And, and Morgan Freeman's got to go. <laughs> it seemed like Morgan Freeman's character, uh, who was Joe Clark, uh, didn't like it at first. Yeah, but then he loved it. He loved it. He actually loved it. You know it. what? I, I love it now. Yeah, <laughs> and that was the thing about I him. He did it. I wanted to kill you all when I first heard it. <laughs> With this bat, I, I love it. We'll bash a bunch of heads in. <laughs> I wanted to line you up and bash your heads like a sob of melons. <laughs> he was kind of like a. Um, uh, m- <clears throat> mental abuser. If you think about it, he didn't know. know he was a he was a mega hard ass. Yeah. But at, at the end, yeah. I would like to see that inspirational movie about the teacher who completely fails. <laughs> well, listen, he he was a hard ass. <laughs> You're right. There's, I mean, well, that was like, playing. It, it didn't work. It yeah. was like Shoop in yeah. uh, summer school. Yeah, yeah, they right. all failed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, like it, drug addiction went up thirty eight percent. Listen, he he made some mistakes along the way, and some people, but but the overall turnaround that he was able to to create was inspiring uh after he retired from uh east side in 1989 clark worked for six years as the director of essex county detention house a juvenile detention center in uh in newark uh, and he created big ass fan uh he also <laughs> wrote uh laying down the law joe clark's strategy for saving our schools detailing his methods for turning around east side high 
Uh, he also served in his uh, before his teaching career. He was a U.S. Army Reserve sergeant and a drill instructor. There you go. That's so where a lot he, of that came in. If he was a DI. Right. Then he yeah. Oh. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you remember all the licks? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, so, I, which means you you have sung this on many occasions. My friends from uh, high school used to make me sing it all the time. Are you serious? <laughs> I swear to God. I love it. Sing names to help increase the fame. Ooh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> You're a good singer, Casey. <laughs> he is a you good are a good singer. singer. So, so the uh, so he was in the Army Rangers. What'd you say he was in? No, he was a drill instructor. Okay. In, in the Army. Uh, Lee Ermey started Kinder Care. A lot of people don't <laughs> no, know that. Not yeah. true. You know who directed this movie? You know what I mean? John Appleton, who directed Rocky. Yes. And the Karate Kid. What? Yeah. yeah. He he his his uh, sort of a uh, movie. Um, Resume included a lot of those, uh, you know, uh, uh, all again the world against them, and they rise. Right. Yeah. right. Uh, Netflix is going to have a series called Cobra on me. <laughs> That's right. It's it's an update. See what they're doing now. If you liked La Bamba oh, on me, <laughs> La Bamba wow. from the make from the makers of La Bamba on me, <laughs> Cobra on me. God. <laughs> I, I'm going to work for a company that makes huge fans. <laughs> we can't okay. lose you now. You have so much to impart to. I'm, I love fans. Anyway, Joe Lewis Clark has uh, passed away. He was 82 years old. There was another item of a passing, and this one um, you're not going to feel bad about at all because America's deadliest serial killer, Samuel Little, yes. who confessed to strangling 93 people, has died in California. He was 80 years old. Uh, the identity of almost half his victims still unknown. Uh, Little said he targeted disadvantaged and mostly black women, including sex workers, in the belief that this would draw less attention from a disjointed law enforcement system that had uh, little apparent interest in such victims, a calculation that proved grimly correct. I watched a documentary about this and about that fact and about the targeting of sex workers yeah. and why that was his modus operandi. And he stands as an anomaly because it's rare that, I mean, how many, there have not been many African-American serial, yeah. serial killers. No, you're right. His death means uh, families of many of the victims uh, may never have closure. Uh, he was serving three consecutive sentences in life uh, of life without parole for the killing of three women in Los Angeles County in the late 1980s. Uh, crimes to which he was linked through DNA matches. According to the FBI, he began confessing to additional murders to a Texas ranger who had interviewed him in his California prison cell in 2018 and ultimately admitted to killing 93 people across the country by strangulation between 1970 and 2005. That is a long killing so there, Wow. There was a guy that you ever saw the movie Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer is based on Henry Lee, whatever his name is. And he he's claimed, or I don't know if he's still alive, but at one point claimed to have killed over 120, 130 people. It's never been verified, and they have no means by which to verify that. But I, I was, I did not realize that he 
that the gentleman you just the gentleman Sam the guy Lowell. you spoke of yeah is the guy who has at least right now has been uh, deemed the most prolific serial killer in the United States. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have uh, John Douglas on the show on Friday, and he wrote Mindhunter and uh, dealt a lot with serial killers over the years, and and that uh, book Mindhunter inspired the TV show Mindhunter. So Ooh. we can ask him about this because yeah. he's, he's one of the most um, foremost experts in serial killers in the history of the in the country. Yeah. So when he started uh, confessing this stuff, the FBI said investigators had since verified fifty of those. Confessions uh, with many more pending final confirmation, making a little the deadliest U.S. serial killer on record. Uh, many of the killings were initially recorded as overdoses or attributed to accidental or undetermined causes, and some bodies were never recovered. It's got to be upsetting if you're a serial killer and you can't get Guinness to come out and certify it. <laughs> Right? I mean, you go to all that work. Yeah, you do all the documentation and everything. Uh, before his convictions in 2014, Little was linked to at least eight sexual assaults, attempted murders, or killings, but he repeatedly escaped serious punishment. So he would do some time, get out, and, mm, yeah. and that, you know, rinse and repeat type of thing. But it's got to be, I mean, how do you keep count unless, like, I mean, it, <laughs> that was your passion how you do you mend a broken heart? Well, well no, I mean, that 93 is a lot of people to keep count of. Right? Yes. And he, to have an exact number of... He probably of, had some sort of... He had an accountant. Yeah. Listen, when you're a killer and and you... Maybe that's your absolute mm-hmm. obsession, it might be pretty easy for you to remember each and every single one of those people. I don't know, Case. Okay, there was one guy, maybe it was him, who was to, would actually was able to describe what they looked like. Right. I mean, because this, as Preston says, it, it is your thing. It yeah. is the thing you live for. It what motivates you and fuels you. Mm-hmm. And so you can recall that. Right. So the same thing that makes you the psychotic that you are also allows you to... Remember this on a very exacting level. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Kathy's the serial killer. The show. <laughs> uh, here's a follow-up story uh, in the junk drawer. I'll go ahead and pull it out here for you. Oh, Come on, man. Uh, yes, the manufacturer of Red Solo Cup is moving its Yay! East Coast uh, distribution to Delaware. Nice. Uh, the Where were correct. they, by the way? Uh, let's see here. You know what? I don't know. I have not read this story, but I can get you some details. I know that the move was predicated a lot on wanting to be close to the home of Bob Marley. Oh, yes, in Wilmington. <laughs> uh, so, Dart, uh, D-A-R-T, container, I don't know what Dart is, uh, will be the first major tenant in the Delaware City Logistics Park, which is being built on the 190-acre site between the Delaware City Refinery and Route 7. I don't know where any of this is. Uh, the Shipping and Warehousing Center is expected to open sometime this fall. It's about a mile up from the Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, okay. All right, so I would imagine that, uh, well, it's going to create a ton of jobs. Sure. Uh, I, I just I wonder how many jobs also, you know, people are moving here with the company. Right. Um, but regardless of you that. Mean outworlders. Yeah, outworlders. But, um no, this is great for for the area. It is okay. It looks it says uh, the uh, DOT Foods, the nation's largest food redistributor, opened a nearly two hundred thousand square foot facility in February on what was previously farmland. Uh, blah 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 in Bear, Delaware. Amazon oh. is preparing to open a three point seven million square foot logistics warehouse at the former General Motors plant site on Boxwood Road. How big is that? Did you say 3.7 million? 3.7 million square foot yeah. logistics warehouse. So sometimes if you go like, like the, down the Jersey Turnpike, you'll pass some of these industrial, like the w- these places that are enormous. Staggeringly There are enormous. a couple being built on 322. Casey, yeah. you know where that is. And they they went up quick press. I mean, I was uh, driving. I drove down the shore like 
basically every weekend um, from the spring to now. Yeah. And I watched this one get built. I, I, I was surprised. I was surprised that walls went up as quickly as they did. Did and you pull over and tell the guys how surprised you were? I just, no, I pulled over and said how proud I was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that wasn't, no. Thank like, you. Thank you guys are doing great. Thank you. No, seriously. Call the cops. Call the cops. Thank you. Call the police. Thank Be you. yourself. <clears throat> thank you, sir. Call the police, please. Call Thank you. Where is this? On the it's the right on 322. You go over the uh, Commodore Barry Bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, it's me again. I'm going back the other way. Okay. Yes, that's great, sir. Thank you. Call the cops. He's heading home. There's one on the, uh, when you're heading north on the northeast extension. Please call the cops. If you're, I haven't pulled over to the side of the road for this one, but if you're heading... Uh, north of Quakertown, uh, probably actually north of Lehigh Valley before you get to the tunnel right. on the left-hand side. Uh, there's a massive new one that's going up as well. Oh. I don't know what it's for. You know uh, those places could use. They, go, they do go up fast. Big-ass fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Hell yeah, they're big enough. <laughs> right? Uh, hold on. Dave is passing oh! the Solo Cup Warehouse oh, now. Breaking news. Hold on. This breaking just news. it. Breaking Solo news. Cup. Dave has visual confirmation. <laughs> breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> Visual confirmation of the Solo Cup Warehouse. Dave, let's go to you in the field. Dave, Dave, what, what do you see? Yeah, Dave, how are you guys doing today? Wonderful, Dave. You're our on-the-street correspondent. Can you tell us what you see, Dave? Yeah, there's a, they've been building these buildings for a while. There's three massive, like, warehouse-sized buildings, and um, there's going to be a couple different companies in there. But, yeah, I know Solo Cup's going in. Dave? Um, I think yeah, I can you hear me? It, yeah, I can barely hear you. Is there any police activity at this time? There is zero police activity. Good at to this know. Time. Good Dave, to know. I understand Dave. you secured an interview with one of the workers. Let's, <laughs> let's hear that. So, uh, so they, they currently actually there's actually construction going on right now, or is it is it dormant? Would that be the word oh, no, you would use? The dormant. The construction's been done for actually quite some time. There, there's I mean, there's people in there now. There's companies in there now. There's a. Uh, I mean, if, if you drive back, then I can get some pictures. But I mean, there's, there's, you know, a couple hundred. Could you, know, you go in and secure a few interviews for us? With, like, I mean, again, the, the thing we're looking at a picture of it, it doesn't do it justice. These these places are effing enormous. So go in and just tell them that you're proud of their work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave, Dave, what's your last name? My last name, Perone. And right, this... we go to Dave Ronell, who's our correspondent in Delaware at the site of the Solo Cup Factory, recently added to the Delaware skyline. <laughs> Dave, as we sign up with you, can you say this is Dave Perone reporting? This is Dave Perone reporting for WMMR. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, sir. Well done. Thank you. That was Dave Perone from... Delaware with some very interesting insight into what's going on with the Solo Cup factory and the other factories that have now joined them oh at the God. complex. Dave reports that they are actually in functioning order now, and uh, he, the word he would use was dormant. We need to have more on-the-street reporters. <laughs> I, I want I that you. to be the new trend of 2021. <laughs> really? President Steve, on-the-street on reporters. Street. Civilian yes. on-the-street reporters. Uh, I love it because we've got the music. Yes. Might yeah. as well put it to good use. It, it, it's, it's like when the uh, when they started to just have the reporters drive around in their own cars with the cameras facing yeah, yeah. them and, like, yeah. you know. This is what fog looks like this morning. <laughs> Dude, okay. What time is it? 7.40. we got to take a break in a moment. But there are some time I watch... Because I watch the news at 4 a.m. Yeah, when yeah, I get up, yeah. it's, it's, you know, I pop it on, and I see sometimes they'll have, they'll, they'll send the reporters down to the link yeah. Yeah. to report on the Eagles game from the night before right. that wasn't even at home. <laughs> yeah. That person had to get up, uh-huh. put on their makeup, yeah. 
get dressed, drive all the way down to the freaking stadium just to share the story that could have easily been done from there would be the office. Just as much sense to saying that send that same reporter out to the Pine Barrens. Yes. Stand under a tree that has an eagle's nest yes. up at the top. An eagle's nest. I don't get it. And, and because there's the same correlation. Yeah, yeah they gotta do it. So um twenty twenty one, the year of the on the street press and Steve correspondent. Ah, all right, well, that's good news for Delaware. That's cool. It's like, great. Yeah, when those uh, all those warehouse shops can open up. All right, that's all I have in the junk drawer for now, but you never know. We might pry back into it later on. Uh, we're going to take a break. We are going to come back in just a moment, and we'll get our first bizarre file for 2021. There's loads of stuff, as you can imagine, that's happened in the past few days. As you did that. <laughs> uh, we will take a break, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. As you can imagine. Monday nights. Metallica family, are you with us? It's not just Monday, it's Metallica Monday. Join MMR's Jackie Bam Bam for massive amounts of Metallica every Monday night starting at 9. From the monster hits to deeper album cuts, spanning a Hall of Fame career. This is Robert, Kirk, Lars, and James from Metallica. We're covering all the bases from one of rock's biggest bands. Set a reminder on your phone. Tell Siri to clear your calendar and have the MMR app at the ready for Metallica Mondays, 9 p.m. With Jackie Bam Bam right here on 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, let's dive into the files. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. All right, and it's brought to you this morning by... AutopartsExpert.com. Hard to find brand name parts available same day. Let's start with this. A sadistic squirrel is waging a bloody assault against one queen's neighborhood, leaving some wounded people scared to go outside. Squirrel first blood. Uh, resident uh, Micheline Frederick said the squirrel didn't care, just wanted something. It wanted blood. For a few days afterwards, I would come out with a shovel just in case, wow. looking around. I uh, said, next thing I know, it's an MMA cage max, and I'm losing. It just basically runs up my leg, and I'm like, okay, squirrel, hello, what are you doing? And the bushy-tailed beast either bit me or scratched me on my neck, she said. Is this thing rabid, do they think? They don't know. Well, the woman, she was sent away for a uh, uh, shot, so the invasion left her hands bloody and bruised. And since she had at least eight bites and her pinky finger was pretty chewed up, Physicians at a nearby urgent care center sent her uh, to the emergency room for rabies shots. Afterwards, Jesus. she was warned. She had warned her neighbor, uh, her neighbor Lysia Wang, about the looming threat. Uh, her message, however, was Squirrels! not not sufficient. Despite being on the lookout, Wang too was brutalized by the animal. She said, "I tried to shake it off, but I couldn't because squirrels have claws that cling onto your winter jacket. There's no way you can shake it off. It's gonna get bloody." Three other people, at least, have reported recent encounters with the bloodthirsty vermin. This is unbelievable. It's unclear if all the incidents were committed by the same single uh, single terror or if a pack of squirrels is at work. But you're e- about a gang of squirrels? Either way, residents now live in fear of being attacked by a squirrel. Man. So it's happening in Queens. Yep. Look at the whole town's on edge. How about this? A romantic proposal ended in disaster when a man's new fiancé... 
toppled 650 feet off an Austrian mountain moments oh after God. saying yes. Oh, oh my God. I uh, bet you he feels stupid. Uh, the woman survived the plummet from the Falkert Mountain in uh, Carinthia, Austria, after her 27-year-old partner's proposal on December 27th. The snow broke the woman's fall, and her partner was left wow. gripping onto a cliff edge before falling almost 50 feet through the air. Oh, my God. But after the bride-to-be from Austria said, yes, yeah, she slipped and fell on the snow. Or her fi- fiancé, a native of uh, Corinthia, had jumped to try and save her, but he also lost his footing, and the two toppled over the edge. The couple had trekked to the top of the mountain, which they had climbed wearing snowshoes earlier that day. One of the uh, Once the unconscious woman had landed near a lake, an onlooker took her to safety, and she was left with a concussion. The groom-to-be plunged nearly 50 feet. He landed on a ledge and had to be rescued by a helicopter. I'm okay. They were both given medical treatment with a man being diagnosed with a vertebrate fracture. So. That's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. A Williston, North Dakota man is accused of kicking in the front door of a house after his ex-co-worker did not reply to his Facebook friend request. Wow. Okay. Caleb Bursix. What's going on? Pleaded not guilty to felony charges of burglary and terrorizing. Are you my friend or not? Listen to this. Police say Bursix started sending aggressive Facebook messages to his ex-co-worker on December 24th. He threatened his ex-co-worker's life and warned him that he was going to, quote, come at him if he did not accept his Facebook friend request. He said, accept my friend request or I'm going to murder you. You can see why someone would be reticent to accept such a friend request from someone who's threatening to kill them. Uh, Police say Berzix broke into the house of his ex-co-worker's father on December 26th. Security footage shows a man kicking in the front door of the house. Investigators later identified that man as Berzix. Uh, the ex-co-worker later told police that he was scared for his and family, his family's well-being. Jesus. So the guy desperately wanted a friend request returned or accepted. A 23-year-old Florida man who posed as a doctor and spent time in prison as a teenager has been arrested again on charges of fraud and grand theft. We actually had this we reported this story years ago. Uh, Malachi Love Robinson, known as Dr. Love, was released hours after his arrest on Thursday. According to police, Robinson asked clients to send money to his personal bank account rather than to the shipping company that he worked for. Right. He's accused of taking over $10,000 that belonged to the company. Love Robinson sent the text messages to his company's owner saying that he's truly sorry and he's doing everything he can to make it right. What kind he of doctor? He said, do- I don't want to go to jail. What kind of doctor was he pretending to be? Well, this time around he wasn't, but back in 2016 he pleaded guilty to several fraud charges, grand theft, and practicing medicine without a license right. stemming from that arrest. Patients told investigators Love Robinson claimed that he held several degrees, including a Ph.D. and an M.D. They didn't realize he was only 18 years old at the time. <laughs> oh, okay, yes. Yeah, I remember this. this. Yeah. He was accused of stealing $35,000 from an elderly patient in 2015, and authorities say he was illegally operating a medical practice complete with an office, a lab coat, and a stethoscope. I got everything you need. He was also... I late- even have a tongue depressor. Later charged with grand theft. Love Robinson insisted, though... That he didn't pose as a medical doctor, but he was a naturopathic physician. Oh. Whatever that is. I don't someone know. someone who, who, who cures you through bullcrap. Uh, he served nearly 21 months in a maximum security prison, by the way. Wow. Jesus. All right. We'll end with this uh, story. Pretty cool. An Australian pro surfer. 
who stepped in to rescue a woman being swept away by strong currents in Hawaii, said that he did not stop to consider his own safety because he, quote, just knew that she needed help. That's what makes a hero. Mikey Wright was looking out over a beach thought to be on Oahu's North Shore when he saw a beachgoer struggling in the surf. Uh, Wright posted footage of the rescue on Instagram with a caption saying, hold my beer. Although other beachgoers could be seen trying to help and reach the struggling swimmer, the current was too strong. Up steps Wright, declaring the swimmer is going to need to get saved. Some of the beachgoers can be heard on video doubting Wright with someone saying you can't help him. Uh, but that doesn't stop the pro surfer from heading over his handing over his phone, which is still filming, jumping the fence, and charging into the surf. Yeah, the only thing I ask of you is that you accept my friend request. <laughs> Fighting the surging ocean in difficult conditions, Wright dives in, picks up the woman, and although they were submerged multiple times, successfully pulls her out of the surf. Yeah, I mean, we're, it's, we're looking it's at nothing footage. but white water. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a group of people waited uh, on the beach, helping them from the water and pulling them to safety. He said, I didn't question if it was a danger. I just knew that she needed help. This lady was in a very tricky situation. It's amazing. Even for a confident person in the water, that's not somewhere you want to be. Making the rescue all the more dangerous were sharp volcanic rocks and 15-foot waves that were breaking so close together that they took on the force of two waves. Um, it's been reposted by surfers. The video has around the world. It's been viewed. Gene Simmons. I saw your act of courage online. <laughs> I wanted to call you personally. Wow. Yes. Gene reached out personally. That's Absolutely. Cool. Now I have to go to sleep if you excuse me. Uh, and uh, they celebrated Wright's bravery. Many took uh, to comment on Wright's post, praising the 24-year-old and championing his selfless act. And he's a he's a well-regarded uh, surfer. He was uh, in for the, uh, the Pipeline Masters event, uh, and he placed 17th in the men's event, uh, and his sister took the first women's tour title, at Hawaii's famed pipeline break. How old was this woman he rescued? Uh, I, I don't know any of the details about her. What's crazy is they're not oh. that far out. No. No, but the waves are so tumultuous. It's crazy, that man. It, yeah. Some of them, some of those those beaches, Casey, they get deep real quick. Yeah. yeah. And, that's how you get those waves. And that's yeah. why the waves break so so hard like that. So, uh, yeah, when, when we went to Hawaii um, two years ago now, uh, we were on Oahu, and we went out to this beach. It was beautiful and everything, but you didn't want to go any further than, like, 15 yards into the water because mm. it started getting really, really funky right after that. The waves were crashing in really hard. So, uh, dude's a hero. And there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File for you. Let's take a quick break. Come back in a second. Don't forget, new Word of the Week prize this week. It's the JBL Party Box 100. Really powerful. It's cool. Portable Bluetooth party speaker with lights and the whole deal. So we give that away. Just don't want you to miss out on the letter coming up at the end of the show. We'll be right back. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Shop, play, win, Monopoly starts March 3rd at Acme. Get ahead of the game and download the app before March 3rd and earn five bonus tickets, ten tokens added to your Shop, Play, Win account, and entry to win a $25 grocery gift card. Every ticket wins a prize, money-saving offers, or tokens for sweepstakes. Download the Shop, Play, Win app to play today. No purchase necessary. See rules at shopplaywin.com. Hasbro is not a sponsor of this promotion. 
Stephen's brand new deep navy blue and sparkling 24 karat gold dipped Twinkle Twinkle Rose is here. Don't miss out. Imagine the blue color of the sky just before the sun sets when you can start to see all the stars sparkling in the night sky. See Stephen's exclusive Twinkle Twinkle Rose now at IHateStevenSinger.com. Real jewelers, real roses with a real lifetime guarantee. Ship fast and free. Check out the entire collection of Stephen's famous roses starting at only $59. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Um, during the break, other than realizing how horrible the Wonder Woman movie was <laughs> and how great the Soul movie was, yes, I stayed pretty much unplugged from everything else, and it was beautiful. Um, but I was brought up to speed on this story. You sent this over, Steve, this morning. Um, Hilaria Baldwin. Yeah. Uh, Alec Baldwin's wife. Man, we, we, for, ever since we've been introduced to Hilaria, uh, you know, we we've known her as Hilaria, but we thought, okay, and 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 she's, I guess, her thing is she was from Spain. I don't know. I I that's I, always, I, I I've never other than be, her being married to Alec Baldwin. I haven't really and and cranking out babies left and right. And the, she's yoga. I know she's like a, a yoga a teacher. I know that she's um um. I always thought she was European. I always what is she not? She has no. A, a, so a, she speaks with a bit of an accent. I'd seen. I didn't even know that. I've never heard her speak. They I played a clip of her, and it's a clip I'd actually seen when her cookbook came out, where she's talking to the interviewer, and she's talking. And Casey, we were talking about this off air, where she says, "How, how do you say cucumber?" Yeah, she couldn't think of the, the English, English word, word for, for cucumber. cucumber. Yeah, so well, she's she's always identified uh, with a Spanish heritage, Kathy, and apparently she's from Boston. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah, from a wealthy family from Boston. Mm-hmm. Now the the family has since they moved to Spain when she was twenty seven. Right. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, her father had, had said, and, and I pulled up like this two thousand fifteen blog post because they're digging up everything in the family now that said he was, uh, he 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 had uh, an encounter with with a. Uh, some Spanish individuals, and then he was taken in by the culture, and he really loved he it. it. Yeah, but he but he does in the blog post goes, I don't have one iota of Spanish <laughs> blood in, right. in my lineage at all. But but he loved that culture and wanted to be a part of. So you know they moved there and everything. But I guess she's kind of played it off that she is uh, that she's Spanish, Spanish uh, <laughs> in in her heritage, and she's not. Well, it's uh, it's so. Oh. It sort of put me in mind of somebody I knew growing up, Preston, who, and I don't understand the dynamics behind this, but I had a friend who it was of paramount importance that he was 100% Sicilian, Italian. Okay. All right. That, and we knew it. If you met this guy, you would know in short order yeah. 100% Sicilian. And he wasn't. Oh, really? Even Italian? A, a bit. Okay. But not like <laughs> yeah. off the boat Sicilian. Yeah. I had Irish. There was a good portion of Irish, you know. Oh my God. Right. But I mean, like correcting Italian pronunciations. If you'd go out to a restaurant, I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. well, he's off the, he's Sicilian. It's like, wait a second. Yeah. You've been torturing us for years, <laughs> and it's all an and it's like, and you wonder what what prompts that. What yeah. I mean, other. I, I would say maybe uh, jealousy. Um, you, listen, I, I'm a mutt, right? So I don't have a whole lot of culture yeah. uh, per se. But my buddy Vinny, he's Sicilian. His parents are from the same village in Sicily. Right. And there was so much of like 
that that I loved. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they had like two kitchens and like yeah. you know she had a she had a secret room of of special spaghetti sauce that she made. Like <laughs> right. I mean, it was literally there was a false. So wall. that seems authentic. Yeah. All right. So, so but that's real. <laughs> what what makes to the point of again like in this case the the affectation of the of the false dialect and, and all uh, yeah. it's crazy. Casey, wait, are you saying your friends had a gravy room? <laughs> they had a gravy room. Wow. Did yeah. they say sauce or gravy? You know what? I don't know. Vinny, if you're listening, you got to text me and let me know what cuz I don't I don't know if he the the sauce gravy We had thing. two rooms. We had yeah. a gravy room and the sauce room. No, but they <laughs> did have two kitchens. They had two like, kitchens. The two. nice kitchen and then the kitchen the that they kitchen. <laughs> then the kitchen that they ate in. Yeah. I I've never Okay, so there was a guy that I can't even remember his name in high school. He was a grade above me. And then after he graduated from high school, I guess he went away to, I don't know if he went away to school somewhere, and then he came back, and he came back, and he started speaking with an English accent. Oh, no. Now, I didn't know the guy. I just heard secondhand. Did you hear so-and-so is, like, talking with an English accent? Yeah. And I never it never went any further than that because he wasn't in my circle of friends, but I, I was just a little puzzled by that. But for whatever reason, he decided that he did now going to speak like this. Is it possible to just be enamored of, of the culture and so on and so forth without adopting a fake accent and know. wearing a monocle and, you know, uh, and, and now referring to yourself as Lord uh, Chuck? <laughs> but I guess, does it does it cross a line if you're starting to, because there are, you have countries and you have ethnicities. Yes. You know what I mean? So it, it is... I, don't, I don't get it. I mean, the people who are people will, you know, we've had the, the people like the Rachel Dolezal who was pretending to be who she said she identified yeah. as African American. Yeah. So, what? I, I to me, I don't, you don't quite get Hilaria. By the way, her real name is Hillary. I, I, wh- uh-huh. What? This is so bizarre. Uh-huh. All right, let me, it is. Let me run you uh, run by this scenario too. Please. Um, I have a friend who is uh, of Asian American descent. And she was born and raised in the States. She's right. 100% American, but her mother is not. And uh, occasionally, she would be out at bars, and she would pretend to be fresh off the boat. Okay. She would uh, she'd do the, the stereotypical hand in front of her mouth. <laughs> like, but for you know, what reason? To just avoid conversation, to, okay. to deflect, you know, if a guy was hitting on her that she didn't want to oh. have it on. Is there anything offensive about that, or is that just being clever? I don't think that's no, offensive. I, I kind of think know. it's funny, and I think I I, if funny. I had that tool, if I could, but it'd be weird for me to go. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah, for you to pull off yeah. the, uh, the I'm Asian. Sorry, I'm just from. Uh, I just come from China. No, it, it wouldn't work for me. I, but but I mean, if I had that tool in my tool. Uh, uh, box, yeah. I would use that. I would as well. Yeah, I just in don't fact, know. the show fresh off the boat makes exactly yeah m- makes fun of that. But but people are very sensitive to cultural appropriation, I, which I, I understand. Sure. Uh, but uh, to me, that one was like taking advantage of a or, or God given gift to go all in and never think. Yeah, you're going to be found out. You're not going to be found yes, out. I know that that's somebody who who attended school with you in Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Hillary and, from Boston. Uh, perhaps <laughs> your father was that person's doctor. You know, wouldn't say, wait a second. You're, you're not from Barcelona. No. You used to pack cats down the road. <laughs> you used to drop your arse, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, weird. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know what? I guess maybe it it starts if, if you're a kid and you're... And, and listen, I've been... I've heard down the family line of lineages uh, uh, in different ethnicities... Uh, and then, like I did 23 and Me, and I'm like, oh, 
there, there's no American Indian in my blood at all. But I had heard there was a little bit somewhere along the line, but apparently there is not. There's not. I do have I do have a American. I have Cherokee in my in my, and I I don't want to learn how much. Do the DNA search and right. find out so, it might so not be there. My father, my 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 grandfather on my mother's side was apparently very Indian looking. But I think I'm going to just wallow in the false. Not I'm probably one one millionth Cherokee, uh, you know. But but uh, but still. But yeah. it will, it will show that. Like, will I, it? Yeah, yeah, I had like two percent African. Right. You I know? thought you were Puerto Rican. <laughs> yeah. That might be too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like you, it will it will break it down by that small of a percentage. Okay. Wait huh? a minute. Well, Me too. I'm from. Uh, I got Western African. No kidding. Mm-hmm. All right, I have to go back and check mine again. I've forgotten, but I didn't see anything overly surprising. It was mainly Scotch-Irish. So you did the 23andMe. You yeah, did the full yeah. deal. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I need to do that. I, I, I know we did that Genghis Khan. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. General the thing. Institute. Yeah, they were yeah. all related to Genghis Khan. Hang on. Okay, here's somebody not pretending to be from another country or another ethnicity, but Tina has an interesting story. Hi, Tina. Good morning. Morning. What's up, Tina. So I had a guy in high school that used to speak with a, like, stutter, like saying, like, snickle balls and claws because he thought that he'd get girls. Wait, what? He he would use the stutter to prey upon their um, their compassion, and he would use that yeah. to get women? And he still didn't actually get women, though. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. it didn't even work. Yeah. <laughs> That's a waste of an effort. It's just a waste. <laughs> Wow, we all but, just kind of thought he was stupid. So Tina, did, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you oh just God. thought he was a moron. Right, yeah. So, so was did was he was it ever revealed? Was it ever in front of him? Did oh, anyone? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, it was. It was a few years after high school. He all of a sudden didn't have it anymore. It's it's weird that you have um, that somebody would go to that length, and I mean you would you have to presuppose that no one is going to come forward and say, "Wait a second, yeah. right." Uh, it's almost like Romeo and Michelle's. Uh, you know, wait a second. I, you, no, you didn't. You didn't invent uh, um, um, post-it, post-it notes. Post-it notes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and have it be exposed. Wow. Uh, here, this uh, texture says, "I pretend to be a lesbian to avoid guys." <laughs> right. I guess you could do that if you're being hit on yeah. by uh, yeah uh, by a guy who's undesirable and say, "Look, I I don't like guys." I used to pretend I was uh, I spoke Spanish and that I if guys were hitting on me and I didn't want like when I was younger and I would turn to my cousin and I would pretend to speak Spanish to her and then she would translate. Oh my god! <laughs> and you, you were and you weren't speaking Spanish. No. Oh my god. What would you give, give us a little I don't even, yeah. Steve, I don't even remember. I would just go like on and on and on. Like, yeah, like really fast. <laughs> and, and she'd be like, no, no, she is, she is speaking Spanish. Yes, yeah. she is. And we would try Some to convince them. Swedish. Well, she's Swedish and Spanish. She's Spanish. Wow. Swedish. Uh, Swedish. Let me see. I'm going to go put Ruben up on uh, on hold, if you would, please. I want to, uh, want to find out. His friend was uh, born in California, but would speak with an accent, and uh, I don't know the reason behind. Uh, let me go to him. Hi, uh, Ruben, you're on the air. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. How you doing? I love you guys. Thanks, Thank man. You. What's up, Ruben? Uh, I just thought it was a, you guys talking about Hilary and her accent, because I had a, well, years ago, I, I met this guy to work that, uh, he was born and raised in, in Los Angeles, in California, and he was of Mexican descent, and he didn't speak a word of Spanish, but he had the heaviest Spanish accent, <laughs> and I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, like, are you sure you're not 
you never been in, in Mexico? He's like, never been to Mexico. I guess it's possible to have a to have a uh, a dialect yeah. port over without speaking the the really? language. Yeah. 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 In other My, words, if, if if you if you are sub, for example, thanks, you know you so you're you're raised in a house where they may not speak the language, but but the accent is thick. You'll 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 That's pick that there. up. It's just, and, and it's not uncommon for people to go live in an area for a while. The difference is if you start to assimilate it or if it's an affectation, like right. the way Madonna suddenly became British. Right. Yes, yeah, seriously. And this, this, this bizarre sort of conundrum. Preston, where you found the Italian thing really kicking in is around, I think, uh, when the Godfather movies were coming out. Oh, and yeah. it was all the rage to, mm-hmm. to, you know, when you had all that, you know, Abu Danz. And you'd have mozzarella. And, and, and I, I found, like, and this this friend I had was, was of that, you know, correcting. And you were always, you know, oh, I'm sorry. And, and, uh, right, right. I, okay, I guess you're from Sicily. I, I, I've had accents because uh, growing up I, I lived in the South and my, my parents had a very, you know, Southern drawl, right? So I did used to have a really Southern accent, uh, but by the time I was a teenager and grew up in the Midwest, it changed. You know, right, it was right. around people all the time that were talking a different way, and you just start to. I know. I can't believe very you very no slowly accent. over time. Yeah, you very slowly over time you start. But I think once you get to a certain age, maybe you lose that. I, I think so. I mean, but but again, so from my house. My, as we've talked about this before, if you're talking about dialects, my wife has a Long Island dialect. Yes, uh, uh, more than 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 I do. But but um, my dad always was very antiseptic in his. There was no noticeable dialect, you know, yeah. growing growing up. So so that's how we we came out this way. I just think it's 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 wild when someone is so enamored of, of, of something that they adopt, yeah. falsely adopt, and and then carry that on as if that's their actual <laughs> manner of speaking. Right, right. Here's a text that says, my grandmother raised us as Syrian. We ate all the food. She taught us how to cook it all. We celebrated the holidays and identified as Syrian. <laughs> she did 23 and me. We have zero <gasps> oh percent oh, Syrian <laughs> no. in us. I want to hear that's stories great. about that where you think... You are totally, I mean, here's, yeah. this is an entire false family narrative. Oh, that's great. She meant Sibian the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Sibian. Oh, she was sex device. That little sack, yeah. sex saddle. Uh, yeah, I'm curious about that because, you know, there was a time when you could probably get away with that easier, you know, uh, decades and decades ago. Sure. If you wanted to have a different kind of identity and, and just kind of have a construct of who you were and fake it, you could get away with that, but not now. No mm-hmm. way. I was Jack A for a couple of Jack, years. Jack, were you? Yeah. I oh. was for you. <laughs> and I would sign autographs and people say, wow, you look different. Well, with this hilarious thing, I just don't... Well, so people grew up with you. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. thing. You are, listen, and you're not like... You're married to Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look, Hillary's on the TV. <laughs> yes, she says, and we would always say Hilaria. Yeah, what's her, what's her, what's her uh, lineage? Here we have a clip. Uh, this is her from um, the show where she was trying to yeah. say uh, cucumber. cucumber. All right. We have Hilaria Baldwin with us. So tell us, how are we going? Did you say Hilaria? Oh, the H is silent. Yeah, yeah, Hilaria. Okay, Hilaria. Hang on, I want to back. We have Hilaria Baldwin with us. So tell us, how are we going to prepare this? It's very healthy. It's very easy. All you need to make sure is that you have really good tomatoes. We have very few ingredients. We have tomatoes. We have um, 
how do you say it in English? Cucumber? Cucumbers. We oh, have... Um, do I don't hear English? any accent. You're speaking in English. I don't. I don't. No. It, would, it would come in and out. So they were playing. They were playing uh, certain things. She would say, um, uh, like on, in other interviews, she would. So she would. It was never like she was speaking like like very. It was never that. Yeah. It would. It would surface and then go down. Okay. So, uh, but but I mean. But how do you say in English? She says. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, how do you say cucumber in Spanish? <laughs> I th- she doesn't know that either. Can you look that up, please? Yeah. Uh, by the way, there's a text here that says, uh, people think I'm Canadian. says, when I was a little, when I was little, I watched all these Canadian kids shows, and I loved how they'd say a boot, <laughs> and I started emulating it, and now that's just how I talk. I actually have to think before I speak to not have a random Canadian accent. <laughs> A boat. <laughs> yeah, it's it's what, especially when you if you talk to a, a, an actual legitimate Canadian and they don't say a boot, you're like kind of disappointed. Cucumber uh. in Spanish is pepino. 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 Uh-huh. Uh, she guy. was actually on the cover. I think it was uh, of um, of some some Spanish culinary magazines. This was about the time her cookbook came out. So she was uh, on the cover of these magazines and was being highlighted as a Spanish. Yeah, please. Uh, no, no, Marissa just came in, whispered in my ear uh, that if we continue to listen to this clip, there's only 16 yeah. seconds left, but you hear her go into an accent. Okay. Oh, okay. Right, here we go. And pepper. We have, of course, the critical cebolla, onion. onion. And we have our garlic, our garlic, el ajo. And we have a little bit of salt and pepper, aceite de oliva, we some have olive oil, oil, and we have some vinegar. Uh, okay. yeah, a, a little bit. She put, yeah, she definitely puts it on a little bit more later on in that clip than in the beginning. And um, as you know, olive oil was married to Popeye. <laughs> Here's some other tags come in. My husband's uh, family thought that they were Polish their whole lives. <laughs> they lived in the Polish section, Port Richmond, oh, uh, Polish food. <laughs> Know a little bit of the language. My son did a whole report on the Polish culture for school two years ago with recipes and all. <laughs> they did their twenty three of me and got uh, and it says it got to lick a Polish in them. Like not is, not a lick of uh, oh, it got not a lick of Polish in them. Oh my god! Th- to me, wow. that's really funny. What what happens when you're like you're going you're doing the whole thing and you're it's oh you and it's a rich culture you know the yeah. the, the Polish culture been, and and you've embraced this and you find out you're not even one iota polish i've been living a lie wow i mean that must be yeah that must be strange <laughs> it doesn't mean you can't continue to enjoy it but correct it's like, right what the f yeah here's another one that says grew up as kelly and mccormick could i be any more irish than that turns out not a lick of irish <laughs> hippie i'm russian <laughs> uh there yeah. must have been an adoption there. I was wondering if, like, uh, if maybe a, there was a name change. You know, sure. Like, you know, like, which is very conceivable. Ellis Island or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I'm from uh, I'm from the town of Corleone, Preston. Uh, oh, yeah. so you took this. Uh, took you the, took yeah, the yeah, name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is uh, my grandmother had raised her family and continues to go by being German, but she is from Yugoslavia and moved to Germany when she was young. She continues uh, to deny being from Yugoslavia. But I guess especially if you're talking about, like, you know, wartime uh, Europe. Right. Was, yeah, a lot of stuff got messed up. had chucking and jiving yeah, back then. Exactly, yes. If you wanted to live. No, I'm not from Germany. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Philadelphia. Oh, my gosh. My brother just texted me. He said, we're Swiss and not German. What? No. Wait, uh, what? Really? No kidding. Yeah. Did, did, I always you... thought you were Swiss. I always had Right, Kathy, we had that conversation. <laughs> Your ability to yodel is unparalleled. You guys, That's true. You guys think Casey's Swiss, right? Yeah. <laughs> shh, shh. He's he in the room. No He's not in the room. Ricola! 
That's so. Man, that's exactly something that's a it. Swiss guy would do. Here's a text that says, "My family spent our entire lives." Celebrating Cherokee Indian heritage. My grandparents even had costumes and ceremonies. A couple years ago, we found out there wasn't one bit of Cherokee in our lineage. Uh, I, me, I don't know why I find it so this funny is, that, but you, you're, you're, you're buying, you're embracing, you have the you know the stuff, the ceremonial garb, the whole thing, and you find out it's a complete crock of crap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you did twenty three and Me as well, Kathy, or no? I yes, I did. Uh, yeah, twenty three and me. I don't know. Okay. Twenty three and me or ancestry. I forget All right, which one. Yeah, I'm yeah. Here. Here's another one says my uh family I'm friends with went uh on for years about their proud French heritage <laughs> and how important their last name is in French culture. About two years ago they did the uh ancestral test, found out zero French. <laughs> They're Swiss. Their dad refuses to accept it. It made me happy simply because uh they brought it up every time. <laughs> to be that honest, would, and that's true. That's if the you're joy. Going on and on and on, exactly about your heritage, <laughs> and then it turns out it's an absolute lie. To you know, and that's honestly. I but, wonder. Do you wonder if you if you were in a different country, if you would regularly bring up the fact that you're American, and you know, and I'm, so I'm on. D- absolutely proud to be an American. Me and Lee Greenwood, but I'll tell you this. <laughs> uh, I, it wouldn't come up in conversation. Right. I mean, it's it's not. <laughs> I I, I uh, it's. I, but that's an exactly uh, accurate portrayal of the whole issue, Preston. Because again, my friend, who I loved dearly, it was always always came up. It was always a thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It was in fact mean. it was sort of a foundational thing of who they who the you know and in this case like with Hilaria, it it was clearly something that she was promoting. Hillary. Um, Hillary. Hillary. That's Hillary from Cambridge. Here's what it says. My best friend's wife has always sworn 100% Italian. Took a DNA test, found out she's only 25% Italian. She locked herself in a room and cried when oh, she found no. out. Oh, really? Ain't that big of a well, deal. No, it's that's still That's still a quarter Italian. How's I mean, her gravy? Yeah, that's a good <laughs> yeah. question. She started calling it sauce. <laughs> Yeah, right That's after right. that, right? And she started eating Kesey Ron- Ronzoni <laughs> spaghettios. Here's what it says, hey guys, my friend's sister thought for years that they were Greek, super proud about, and oh, even no. waved a Greek flag at her house only to find out no Greek whatsoever in the family. <laughs> wow. And wow. Wow. So if you find that out and you've spent your entire life identifying this you've way, you've got to go to everyone and apologize. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you continue on with the traditions, or do you abandon them? Because sure. like it's become a part of who you are. No, I think I, if you yeah. if you enamored yeah. and you've spent a long time embracing the culture, yeah. that's my one it's issue. Fun. A lot of times when they talk about cultural appropriation, uh, having an appreciation of another culture and the it's things, a beautiful thing. it's a beautiful thing. It's like oh my god. I love what you have. I want to celebrate it. You know, can, can we enjoy it as well? And and, right. it, and it gives you a better understanding of people to set up these walls and not. So if you've embraced, if you if you thought you were one hundred percent Polish all your life, <laughs> go 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 ahead with sure. your kielbasa and so yeah. on and so. Yeah. Pierogies yeah. are good. Pierogies are good. They are good. <laughs> Pierogies are good. Everyone. Thank you. <laughs> By the way, somebody wants to point out that this this bombshell about Casey yeah. explains his love. Swiss Farms. Yes, oh, I thought you're, that was the Delco in me. No, no those are your the Swiss those are your dude. people. <laughs> so my you, brother you, says that it, um, my ancestors must have migrated through Germany because they're not from Germany. Okay, 
So that's where we thought <laughs> we were it, German. But then again, that's where if, they got the bumper stickers. If your origins are Swiss, though, and you, but you, your your family immigrates. Move somewhere else, and then you are born in Germany. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're German. I right. really with Swiss, re- you know. So I mean, but I, and some of these are ethnic ethnicities versus geography, you know. So uh, sure, like culture. So for example, you're you're born one place, but raised another place, which yeah. is what Hilaria, better known as Hillary from Cambridge. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, you know, so, so uh, uh, the most part, I think, if she simply would have said, "I love." I fell in love with Spain years ago, and I've embraced the culture. That would have been fine. Yeah. yeah. And there, there are French, Swiss, German, Swiss, and Italian, Swiss. So maybe you're just of the German, Swiss side. Yeah. And that's, you're like, Delco that's, Swiss. I'm Delco Swiss. You're Delco yeah. Swiss. Yeah, oh. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Delco, Delco Swiss. Swiss. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's excellent. Yes. There's a part of the mountains. Yes. <laughs> 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 Way up there on Springfield Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yo, yoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo. Yeah. Yoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo. I love it. Uh, all right, well, I, I didn't even know. I I had no idea that she was kind of pawning this off, but... In the family's... Uh, in the article I sent you, it's actually a, a, a China Phillips, who is her sister-in-law. Yes. Because uh, she's married to uh, William Bold, a Billy yeah. Bold one, uh, is is kind of coming to her defense and just saying she's a good person. It's a good person, yeah, but... you know. And, and and no one's doubting that. It's just it. I think it's for many people. It just is weird. It's pretty funny, actually. It, <laughs> she's she's Delco Swiss. Good Delco Swiss. We're all Delco Swiss at some level. All right. Anyhow, uh, we should take a quick break and uh, come back in a moment or two. Make sure you stay with us. This is our first new show at 2021. And it already feels good. So we're happy to be with you once again. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Grab the free MMR app for your phone. You can stream us live, get on-demand audio and video, and we can even send you alerts on really important stuff. Plus, it's Android Auto and Apple CarPlay compatible. The MMR app. Making your smartphone a little dumber. Real quick, couple of texts, or I mean, uh, emails. I wanted to mention this. Uh, I got this email about a guy. Uh, I got it from his daughter, Carrie, requesting a birthday shout out to him. Uh, he turned 59 on the 3rd yesterday. Uh, and we have to wish a happy birthday to Who's Lou? Who's Lou? Yeah. Who's Lou's birthday? This is from his daughter, Who's Carrie. Lou? And uh, she said it would make his day. He loves you guys. Thanks again. Wow. Uh, so that's from uh, Carrie Caldwell. So um, happy birthday to you, Lou. When all this uh, clears up, we got to get Lou in for uh, yeah. for an extended break and, <laughs> and have the story of Lou. And his ex-wife being in prison. That's right. Yeah. That's <laughs> the latest yeah, bomb need, that he dropped. We, yeah. to we got to follow story. up on Put that. Put a pin in that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Put a pin in that. Come back to it later. Who's <laughs> Lou? Uh, happy birthday, Lou. And then uh, here's another one that says, hey, sorry to bother your work. I'm a long-time listener. Lucky enough to marry into an amazing family called the Coopers. And you had my cousin-to-be, Robbie, on the air a few months ago to discuss fireworks. Uh, is is he with the family that is with the uh, that fireworks company? I'm not sure. But Robbie proposed to our cousin Debbie Cooper on Christmas Day, and she said yes. Our family currently has a bet going to find out who will be the 100th Cooper, 
and Robbie is now in the running. We are currently at 96 family members. Mm-hmm. 96 family and members. And there are three engagements, including Robbie and one baby on the way that I know that we know of. And I'm writing you guys to hopefully give a shout-out uh, to Robbie and Debbie or just a shout-out. Uh, I've been married in this family for 10 years and can't imagine my whole life without my, my life without them. Uh, we are planning a thank God COVID is over uh, party to celebrate all the milestones we missed uh, celebrating in 2020. Hopefully, hopefully fireworks Robbie will be able to shine. He's uh, here's to a wonderful 2021. Love you guys. And I know Robbie does, too. And that is from Dana McCullough. I gave them a shirt regardless. Yes. Uh, so they're they're looking for the 100th baby. Possibly. So that was the family that did the uh, they did yeah. the, 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 the demonstration for us. Is yeah, what I'm that's, attempting that's, to say? that's what I was wondering. Marissa yeah. just uh, verified that it was a guy who did that. It was back in July. It was fun. Some fireworks for us live. Yeah. On there. So uh, congratulations, Robbie. That's very, very cool. All right. Um, I thought this might be kind of interesting. I don't know if this uh, will spur any conversations or not. If not, I have some other things that we can move on to. But um, University of Wisconsin, uh, they won their bowl game. The Mayo Bowl? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do it, listen. Okay. Anyway, I don't yeah. follow college football. <laughs> so they have a Mayo Bowl. No, they, not when you have a, a, a uh, Super Bowl winning football team in town. But but they won it. So and But the funny part about this, and I saw the video uh, last week. <laughs> They were having their post game party. They're yeah. in they're in the the locker room. Right. They're excited. They have the trophy. They're right. dancing around with it. And this red shirt freshman quarterback named Graham Mertz is holding on to the trophy and he's dancing around this and that. And oh, dude, no. it's like made of crystal. No. He dropped it and it shatters on the floor. Oh my god, dude. And everybody just stops. Like immediately, yeah. it just hits the floor, just shattered, and st- everybody's like, "Oh, <laughs> dude!" Oh my it's, god, it's shattered into a million pieces. It's hilarious. There's nothing left to it. No, right. you can't. You can't Brady Bunch reglue no, that back no. together. No. Again. Uh, so that shattered. mom and dad don't find out. Um, well, that brings the celebration <laughs> oh to god. a screeching halt. Screeching halt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know what the, I did not find out the fate, wow. if, if they're going to make a new one or a, if it's just like you ruined it and it's over. And oh. a similar mild thing occurred just before we went on vacation. Uh, Pierre gave me a, a cherished, right. what was soon to become a cherished yes. Rocky three candle oh, that's yeah. right. and going out the studio, oh, it was, I just had it. Seconds, seconds after he gave it to me, and in front of him, it slid, slid off and it doesn't hit the carpet. It hits the metallic Partition strip. in the, the uh, one little strip, the one strip where it would cause the damage and it cracked. Fortunately, the beautiful rendering of Rocky Three on the candle <laughs> stayed intact, so I still have it on my desk. But I'm like, in front of you, just gave this to me, this gift, which is going to become <laughs> at that point, I realized a family heirloom, and I destroyed it. All right, so over the break, too, <clears throat> I think I might have you beat. We were unloading some, uh, we had some friends stop by, and they uh, they're kind of they're in our bubble, and and so they brought by some gifts. And as I was getting the gifts out of the car, I dropped one on the ground, and I just hear clunk, and I'm oh, like, no. oh. I'm like, it was heavier than I thought it was. I had it resting on top of another box. I'm like, all right, it didn't sound like anything broke. We're okay. And so we open it up later on, and it was it was a cookie jar, a custom cookie jar with our name on it, you know, like, you know, the family's homemade cookies and all that stuff. And I had broken the, oh, the top of the cookie What'd jar. What'd you do? Yeah, a big chunk out of it. And we had forgotten about it because it was the day before that we took yeah, it out. Yeah. And and we're like, oh, it's broken. And I'm like, 
I did, did that. that. <laughs> oh, no. I broke it. I broke it. Did you own up to it right uh, away? Immediately, yeah. I'm not Harder a kid broke anymore. It. You know? no, I mean, I mean, if I was I... a little kid, I probably would have, you know, oh, pawned the off. kids broke it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Caroline. Caroline feels terrible about yeah. it. Don't no, bring it up. Caroline broke it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, Steve, that's a perfect example. Yeah. Yes. You, you were just handed this. Right. Brand new. Out of the box, and you just dropped it, and it's gone. Basically, a Ming Rocky Three candle. Yeah, you know, yeah. from that dynasty. I mean, I, I think in this guy's defense, it looked like it looked like a broken then fell. Like it, it looked like maybe it wasn't no, it mounted. Like it, like it was, uh, it, it was shoddy craftsmanship. Oh, on, yeah. on the stand, you yeah, might be right. It looked so, like so, the crystal that was on the stand. No, maybe, or maybe not. not maybe not. Hang on. <laughs> or it might. Oh no, no I did. But he, he, okay, we're watching from a different angle. It looked like he was bouncing up and down so much, Case, that his hand, yeah. like the, the base slipped down. <laughs> I mean, look how clean kid. his uniform is. He he doesn't even play. <laughs> uh, right, exactly. <laughs> oh, God, oh, Mertz. No. He's a freshman. What's his name, Mertz? Mertz. Come on, Mertz. Mertz dropped it, man. Mertz <laughs> broke this. the mayo Dude, Mertz dropped thing. it. Mm-hmm. On the stand, yeah. So it, it, he checks the stand afterwards. It clearly wasn't as secure on oh, that no. stand as he thought. And to make it worse, they didn't even put helmets on it. They but put Duke's mayonnaise is—is is that what that was? Yeah, Duke's mayonnaise. I've, I've never, never heard of Duke's no. mayonnaise. Me neither. Yeah. Okay, backwards. It were they the sponsor? I, I don't know what mayo they is. Well, I mean, that's, they, the, so yeah, now we're sure. talking. Maybe, maybe. It's a conspiracy by Duke's Mayo. Ooh. They gave him a shoddy trophy, <laughs> yep. knowing that it would break, and now we're talking about it. Let him. me tell you something. Representatives from Hellman's were seen fleeing the area. <laughs> how, could it, how could it not be anything but Hellman's? I mean, you would think Hellman's would be the only one that would have enough money to sponsor a but, bowl game. I tell you what, that Hellman's trophy would have stayed together. I'll yeah, guarantee you that. It's mm-hmm. a, that's a global mayonnaise consortium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, Miracle Whip with their own bowl game. I thought, what's that? Miracle Whip doesn't have their own bowl game. No. It's not even mayonnaise. Mm-mm. That's an abomination is what Miracle Whip I actually is. am okay with some. I, I, but oh. I, I, I never eat anything that I'm saying, oh, well, instead of mayonnaise, I'll have Miracle Whip. I'll have Miracle Whip as its own thing. I don't I don't ever lie to myself and say, this is a substitute for mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. I'll say, okay, I, I'll have Kraft Miracle Whip on this sandwich Knowing that it's not mayonnaise, and that's how I live with my my uh, situation. Press it is Duke's Mayo Bowl. Okay, well, I was not aware of well, that. It's mm. highly revered. Never heard of Duke's Mayo. Duke's Mayo Bowl. <laughs> now we have to try it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've never seen that product on, on the shelves. It can't be that good. All right, hang on a second. We have uh, we have confirmation. We got a man on the street. All right. <laughs> oh, we have a, uh, a, a reporter, a Preston Steve correspondent. Breaking news! Breaking news! We now go to our correspondent in the field who can comment on Duke's mayonnaise. This is Mark. Mark, can you hear me? Oh, I'm sorry, Mark. We can barely hear you over the din of excitement around the Duke's mayonnaise situation. Can you bring us up to speed on that, please? That's a good mayonnaise. It's from the south. <laughs> You're talking about the southern part of our country, the United States of America. Uh, let's say Trey, South Carolina, South. Okay. All and right. from what you understand, if you talk to people on the scene, would they agree with you about the location where we would find Dukes? It being, of course, as you said earlier, the southern part of the country. Well, true. And I found it in Lancaster County because that's where I'm from. Okay. Oh. okay. Oh, so, so you're it's... here to expanding on the story. This is a breaking story within a breaking story. <laughs> That, that there's more to the story. Duke's Mayo <laughs> is migrating north is what you're saying? Like the lanternfly? Yes. 
All right. All right. Hey, Mark, what's your last name? Craver, C-R-A-V-E-R. All right, Mark, can you say this is Mark Craver reporting for WMMR? This is Mark Craver reporting for WMMR. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, thank you. Well done. <laughs> Did you hear the traffic in the background? And everything? I did. I tell, I'm telling you, there was excitement surrounding that whole story. The fact that we can now use everyone who listens as an on-the-spot reporter and, and honestly scoop all the other yes. news channels, uh, it means a lot in 2021. All right, so Duke, this, this just in, Duke's mayonnaise <laughs> contains more egg yolks than other mayonnaise products. Oh, I'm sorry, yolk. <laughs> yolk. People hate it when I say yolk. Uh, Duke's mayonnaise. I don't like it when you make fun of the way I say it. Oh, I wasn't even making fun of you. Uh, You totally misunderstood my yolk. (laughs) Duke's mayonnaise contains... That's the Swiss in him, Preston. (laughs) (laughs) The Delco Swiss in me. The regular Swiss wouldn't sass him like that. More (laughs) egg yolks than other mayonnaise products and no added sugar. Oh. Breaking news. Breaking news. Wait, no added sugar? No added sugar. Okay, that's my thing now. That has been your thing. Your brother turned you on to Well, you've just found your brand new uh, mayonnaise, sort of the health-conscious mayonnaise eater. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I went to uh, the supermarket yesterday to get Stonyfield yogurt because it doesn't have any added sugar, so I could uh, put add it to my my smoothies. Okay. Mm. No No, added sugar. No added sugar. It's just in. How does it taste? It's good. Well, so I was talking to my brother about it, and my it, yogurt needs to have sweetness to it. Or I, do, I think so. I do not. I, like I, it. I put uh, I, I put uh, cake right. batter in my. <laughs> well, so I'm not I'm not worried about the taste as much uh, as I am texture, Preston, because it's for my it's for my smoothie. So okay. yeah. the banana and the uh, peanut butter and the strawberries that I and put the in there syrup. and the chocolate syrup that takes care of the taste. Right. So <laughs> that's the not adding sugar. No, that's not no, adding sugar. It says yeah. right on it, chocolate yeah. syrup. It doesn't mention sugar. Yeah. So right. I, we have another correspondent oh, in the field who's going to re- breaking news. Breaking news. Going to report on uh, Duke's mayonnaise. Uh, we now go to correspondent John. Hi, John. Good morning. Good morning to you, Preston. How are you today? Wonderful. John, what's the latest on the Duke situation, please? It's been up here for a couple of years, sir. I use it on all my hoagies when I make sandwiches at home. (laughs) And, and John, where would home be for you so we can let our listeners know where we're talking? Right in Glenside, Pennsylvania. Glenside, Pennsylvania. How long have you been in Glenside, John? All my life, 40 years plus. John, what's the latest on the taste test versus, say, a Hellman's recipe and a comparison? What would you say? It's got a little more of a citrusy element to it. So you're going on the record right now to say it's more citrusy, uh, but that story is developing. Indeed. All right. All right. Thank you, John. You can sign off now. Thank you, Preston. Steve, have a good one. Uh, Uh, No, no, you have to say, what's your last name, John? Castorina. What is it? Castorina. Castorina. John Castorina reporting for WMMR, if you would, please. John Castorina. Reporting, reporting for, reporting for MMR. Ow. 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 Oh, oh, nice. Military. Oh, nice. He's trying to start his own catchphrase. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. It's almost like boom goes there. there, there boom goes, goes the dynamite. dynamite. Yeah. I thought he said ow. I thought he got hurt out in the field. Ow. Oh, no. I thought ow. he got hurt on the job. Maybe we we have a uh, reporter down. <laughs> I, uh, some sort of mayonnaise incident. By the way, when Eugenia Duke was 18, she married Harry Cuthbert Duke in 1900 and moved to Greenville. I'm assuming this is South Carolina. Uh, she was active in working towards passage of the 19th Amendment. Is this a bedtime story? Should to the United PJs? States Constitution granting women the right to vote. Oh! And how does this correspond to mayonnaise? 
That's the family. Oh. oh. Yeah. Uh, Eugenia Thomas Slade Duke created Duke's Mayonnaise in 1917. So in, in, in a way, this mayonnaise was responsible for women gaining the right to vote. I, in kind of a, a roundabout way. Right. Well. Hmm. They say that relish was uh, very involved with ending the slave trade. Oh, okay. I don't eat relish that often. I should. I do like well, relish. Oh, you know no, it's history. you should not. Oh, yeah. that's right. You don't like any oh. of that stuff. You don't like pickled things. I don't like mayonnaise either. You don't like mayonnaise? No, uh, unless what it's about like tuna fish. I do like mayonnaise. I mean, if it's in the egg salad or in the tuna salad, well, I will. I, c- I can't even handle that. No? All right. No? So you're wow. completely out on mayo? Yeah. Uh, you will you that. add mayonnaise to your smoothies? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> no added mayonnaise. We have another report from the field. Now going to correspondent Eric. Eric, uh, good morning to you. Happy New Year, everybody. Good Happy New Year to you. Finally again. <laughs> Eric, what's the latest on the Duke's mayonnaise situation? I was working at Giant in Roslyn, the Abington area near Glenside, where that other dude was from. Okay. And I was working there from late 2016 to early 2019. And the second you guys said Duke's mayonnaise, I was like, oh, that's the yellow black and white pa- package. Like, I knew exactly what you were talking about. It's been up in this area for like four years minimum. So you're Duke. saying that Duke's has invaded the Glenside area? Oh, yeah. Go to go to Giants in Roswell on Susquehanna Road, and they have it all the time. This right? would qualify as an investigative report because he's now putting a time frame on this. Yeah. Here to four overnight we would stock it up and it sold pretty decently i mean but i've never heard of it. i was like oh well good thing i'm a helmet guy eric what kind of individual would often purchase this particular brand of mayonnaise oh, I, don't, I don't know the store was closing within an hour by the time i got there i was third okay. i didn't care who was buying what i just wanted to get the crap on the shelf and get the hell home all right that's the journalist <laughs> that's the journalist in eric yeah. all right eric thank you thank for you at- Guys, right. See you later. I'm not going to try to get him. No, to no, it's all right. Because he's 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 a different guy. And he's more like a, a rogue journalist. Yeah, yeah. He's on the edge. All right. Anyhow, <laughs> our deep throat. This has been a <laughs> this has been a, a hard report on uh, Duke's mayonnaise. Now I think I want to try it. Yeah, I kind of would as well. Why not? We had talked about a mayonnaise sampling show. Yeah. <laughs> We did. The Mayo Brothers. The Mayo Clinic. Our version of the Mayo The Mayo ball. Clinic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Mayo Clinic. We taste test various types of mayonnaise, and mm-hmm. we vote on them. And then we turn our chairs around if we happen to support the mayonnaise. By the way, like have the you voice. ever seen the, the, the word aioli? It's, it's mayonnaise with stuff added to it. It's pretty much what like it what? is. Like what? Like, like garlic or um, it's usually yeah, like, like a, has like a, like a spice to it, like right? Like a garlic aioli, or somebody might they might put a little sriracha in there. Yeah. I do like sriracha but aioli. It's essentially, just mixed with mayonnaise. Okay, for the most part, yeah, the basics of that. Is it usually Duke's mayonnaise that it's uh, with, or is it Hellman's? I don't know. It's here. It says uh, aioli is a sauce made of garlic, salt, and olive oil, and found in the cuisines of. Well, I guess maybe. Oh. We can maybe add mayo though. What's that? You, you can, can add, add mayo. Oh, yeah. This just in, that was an inaccurate report was. filed by... <laughs> I'm sorry. Reporter Preston Elliott falsely claimed that mayonnaise was essential to any kind of aioli. All right, I should say, a lot of times, if you order, like, a creamy aioli, essentially, it's well, stuff in mayonnaise. we go down to Preston, who's really? amending his earlier report. <laughs> uh, Preston, you made some earlier declarations about the inclusion of mayonnaise in aioli. You want to recant that? No, I don't, did, Steve. Don't. I don't want to come... Oh, don't. wait a minute. No, 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 no. Hang on. No, uh, Steve, this report just in. Since about 1990, it has become common. Breaking news. Breaking news. 
in the United States to call all flavored mayonnaise aioli. Thank wow. you for going on record with that, Preston. We want to certify to everyone who is listening that we provide only 100% accurate information. And field reporter Preston Elliott is standing by his original story filed 70 seconds ago. Uh, purists insist that flavored mayonnaise can contain garlic, but true aioli contains garlic and no other seasoning. So That's right. interesting because if I see something with aioli, like I didn't know that. I didn't know it was based, mayonnaise-based, but if I see aioli, I won't eat Ooh. it. Oh, no. you won't no. eat it? No, really? I won't, I won't okay. order Religious it. Religious reasons. Oh, wow. okay. No, I don't. I don't like. I'm just proving my point that I really don't like mayonnaise. So here's the deal. I do like uh, like so. I do. There's an aioli that they will serve sometimes with sweet potato fries. Okay. Uh, which to me I think is is it, it, it what ketchup is to regular potato fries. Yeah. This aioli is to sweet potato fries. So would you say that uh, a lot of dipping sauces? You know, maybe uh, dipping Let's sauces go to that our you field would. Reporter Preston Elliott. Uh, we have a question concerning aioli uh, filed by field reporter Casey Foster. Uh, specifically, I want to ask about the dipping sauces at uh, Chick-fil-A. Maybe even the Chick-fil-A sauce. Would that be considered uh, any oh. kind of a I would say no, Casey, because the Chick-fil-A sauce, from what I understand, is essentially a mixture of honey mustard and barbecue sauce. Honey mustard does have mayonnaise in it, though. I believe. I believe. It's mustard and honey. Is this a press conference? You can add a little mayonnaise to it if you want to. Sure. Let's go now to Jim Iglushevsky outside the Pentagon. Uh Uh-oh. LA breaking aioli news. Oh, my God. We're using all of them. I would say this is that so the the standard things in a lot of these, uh, for example, the secret sauce. Of the McDonald's Big Mac has always been. It's what is it? It's Thousand Island, Thousand Island and ketchup. it's like ketchup. I, I think it's Thousand Island. It's almost like watered down Thousand Island, but it, it's got more mayo in it than it. But does. you never want to put watered down Straight in your description of Thousand Island of your menu items. It's watered down. Here we go. Hang on. It says here, honey mustard is according to Wikipedia, honey mustard, as its name suggests, is a blend of mustard and honey, typically mixed at a one to one ratio. It's commonly used both on sandwiches, which you might find in a bacon, yeah. lettuce, and tomato. As you can imagine. <laughs> it's used on As sandwiches and other fare. Uh, it is also <laughs> can be combined with vinegar or olive oil to make a salad dressing. Or it can be eaten separately as a pudding. Um... Sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, I guess you could do like creamy honey mustard by throwing some. Yeah, it's a free country. Yeah, yeah man, do whatever you want. I started uh, watching Arrested <laughs> Development, uh, and uh, they they have all five seasons on Netflix. And there's a running gag in Arrested Development where they're so poor, they have so little food in the house that they eat a combination. <laughs> Of mustard and Parmesan cheese, and that's it. There's, <laughs> there's Parmesan cheese on a plate, and then they squirt mustard on top of it, and like that, they eat that as a meal. And well, I, we, we, I, we I wow. found that disgusting, and I'll eat anything. There are there are life hacks that, and for for the longest time, and I mean, you, you talk about ramen noodles, you know, as being a staple of, of of a college existence. But like, for example, Preston, you know this, the Roy Rogers, the Fixins Bar. Yeah, people used to go in and make sandwiches. Just make fixins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fixins sandwiches. Hey. I want to go back uh, a topic, right. though, for just a moment. Kathy says she sees aioli, and she's absolutely, it's I, off the menu. I just, I, I'll get it, but I'll say don't put that salt, don't put aioli on it. So you get let's it, go, just look at it? Let's go the, the opposite. What is what is the trigger word that is a oh, yes that, yeah. on a menu item that you see? Because I have a couple of them. If I see Asiago, I'm immediately, right. usually intrigued. Free. Or if I see mm-hmm. the word truffle. I'm on board. If I hear bread pudding, I'm all. Um, but that's I'm all in. That's a, that's, that's a an actual that, item. That's a whole thing. You're, you're, you're bread, talking yeah. about bread something is, that is a whole thing. But uh, Asiago definitely. Yeah. Um, um, 
Oh, that's a good question. Uh, what else? You know, because cinnamon. When when they start to okay, cinnamon's a go yeah. for you. I love cinnamon steak, Ooh. especially when it's described by if you if you go to a restaurant that has a waiter that tells you how things are prepared and what's all in them. Yeah. There are a couple little buzzwords, and that's why they do that. They hook you with those I words. Got, I, I got two words for you. All right, prosciutto wrapped. Ooh. No, that's, no. no, prosciutto kills. Get out. I do not. I oh, do not like awesome. those thin slices. I don't I'm like, with you. I feel like, like I'm eating a. I feel like I'm eating a human. I'm, I'm eating. I, I'm eating a collection of someone else's scabs. It's what? like yeah, it's like it's shaved so off. Chewy. Like it's like the top right. layer. It's, of your it's, it's, it's the way Hannibal Lecter sits mm. down to dinner. Yeah, I know. I probably remind you of, of tissue as yes. opposed to. Ew, yeah. I just don't. Meat. I just don't. It, right? To me, it always like tastes light. too briny. It tastes. It's always too. It's very salty. salty. Yeah. Yeah. Duper salty. What about these two words? Demi glaze. Oh, <laughs> bro! Swiss Delco, yeah. Delco Swiss, <laughs> all in. Jersey black, Demi glaze, Demi Demi glaze. Is that what it is? Yeah. I'm not Maroon glaze. <laughs> or what? Not Maroon. Wait, I have Maroon. my Maroon glaze. Are you wearing it? Yes. Maroon glaze. Maroon glaze. Demi glaze. Uh, oh, okay. That's brown. That's light brown. Uh, that's it's what tan. We were <laughs> I was expecting I was like, some exotic color. No, yes. I was like the tan one. Uh, Demi glaze, Steve, is is essentially it's a stock that's really boiled way, way down to to where it becomes very, very thick. Would this be used oh, on, so say, uh, Salisbury steak? That's gravy. Yeah, like li- a, no, no gravy like okay. steak. You know, you can get like a like a filet mignon. On they a, say filet mignon on with salmon. Yeah. Uh, on a di- yeah. Yes. Okay. It's super duper good, Casey. Yes, yeah, that's an automatic word for I'm me. I'm also there any a text coming in. I like this one. Uh, this one says, "I'm an absolute Gouda slut." <laughs> oh yeah. When it comes on to menu options, you see the word Gouda. Yeah. You start buttoning your blouse. Yeah. No, that'll grab me though. Oh, caramelized onions. That, that, yeah. Caramelized that onions. Yeah. Okay. Like caramelized. Period. That word alone. Yeah. Is one not caramelized? Period, but you know, no, that, that'd be <laughs> that's gross. This is all clotted. I mean, that's all bloody. Ew. 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 That stuff down. Terry's <laughs> having her caramelized period. <laughs> that's like the last few days. <laughs> do, do, all... do you have an Asiago roll? I'm having my caramelized period. Oh my god! Extra clot. I went from hungry to not hungry at all. Yeah, just the word caramelized. I'm just going to move on. Clot <laughs> is not a word you associate with. There, there's an actual. There's a. It's it's a tales from Vault of Horror, mm. and there there's a, a, a restaurant that a guy goes into. It's it's a great story. He's sitting there. And they pull a curtain aside. The whole restaurant is full. And they pull a curtain aside. And there's a mirror. And he's the only one sitting in the restaurant. Uh-huh. And it's a vampire restaurant. Oh. And they're eating clot soup. Oh, so my gosh. Would. That's like uh, cheese clots. Yeah. Here's a couple other uh, trigger words for, for menus. Fire grilled. This person texted in. Uh, brick oven. Brick, okay, brick, down, o- brick oven for me. Too. I love brick oven uh, Duke's mayonnaise. Port reduction. Ooh, yeah. What about, okay... I might be the only one here, but uh, especially with burgers, blue cheese crumbles. No, I like blue those. cheese crumbles. Yeah. Yeah. Is a good word too. Yeah. Wait, is port reduction? Does that use the oh, port, port wine? Port wine. Yeah. Okay. And I and I I assume like meat drippings. Oh wow. And then you then you uh, you deglaze with <laughs> you that. You lost me on meat drippings. <laughs> I'm back in. I'm totally. out on clot, but in on meat drippings. Yeah. <laughs> Kathy's not a fan of meat drippings. No. Yeah. Like like like. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the sauces that that you make, if you get like with a with a steak or something what like about that, fomunda? essentially they they take it from what's left in the pan after you cook it. Splooge. And then they, you can mix in vinegar or wine. Do or... you save your bacon grease? I used to. So does my mom. Yeah, I used to save it. And we, I would use it when making uh, fried rice okay. as a base. Yeah. Save that chicken gerb. <laughs> gerb. You brush your teeth with it. Uh, here we go. Lard is not a big seller. 
Braised is a word. Mm-hmm. Depends. Mm-hmm. That some people love. Uh, ganache. What is a ganache? A ganache, yeah. yes. A ganache. When I associate, I associate like a chocolate ganache, yeah, I, yeah. I, to me that, I'm not sure I even understand what it like is. melt in your mouth. But I understand, exactly. Yeah. There's something gooey. It's like a, like a splooge, Preston. Chocolate oh. splooge. Okay. What about chocolate covered? Does that it's do anything chocolate, for you? Period. <laughs> just chocolate, period. Chocolate, yes. Chocolate period? Yes, a chocolate period. <laughs> that's the last yeah. day. <laughs> uh, somebody says you're blackened. Only the ladies are getting one no, of those. You're, it's, you're, it's just coming out the wrong end. I'm just tuning out. Uh, blackened is a word. Uh, encrusted. Encrusted. Yes. I'm in for encrusted. Encrusted is good. What is the, um, so the. Encrusted um, period. Encrusted period. Yeah. What are you eating? <laughs> Terry had a shrapnel period. Oh After she had her Asiago period. <laughs> Smothered. Yeah. Depends on what's being smothered. (laughs) Period. Depends on what you're smothering it with. Like if it's your newborn, no, it's not. Pesto is another one that people say. Yes, pesto. I recently decided I hate pesto. Really? Like I used to like it. I used to get it. And 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 then I just saw it. And I'm like, you know what? No. Pesto, Sometimes sometimes they can overdo it. They can put too much pesto on there and it overpowers it. May I recommend something? Zoe's. Uh, kitchen, their, their pesto hummus oh, okay. is so effing good. Pesto hummus. Their whole hummus trio is great. <laughs> I like hummus, period. <laughs> yeah. When, when it, it, now, it's thicker, and you won't spot as much, but if you, if you have tampons made of pita, then you're in for a good evening. Use the carrots. Dude, okay, can I ask you, if you were in the supermarket looking for pita chips, where would you go? Chip uh, on. I would go in the the snack aisle. Bread. Yeah. yeah. There's usually you a, there's there's usually a spinning light <laughs> above <laughs> the display <laughs> that is pita chips. Uh, or maybe the, the the crackers. All right. Yeah, so that's where I'd go. That's not in crackers, not in chips. By the way, the lady at Walmart never even heard of pita chips before. <laughs> <laughs> I had to like explain to her what a pita <laughs> chip was. Where is it? Um, and you, did you have to tell her to pull her tube top over her breasts? You basically, it's in, you got to go like to the produce section wherever they would have like be like on an end cap yes. or something. Okay, no, yeah. where you find like for example, I'll find no. pita chips a lot. You'll you'll find it where they have um, like for example, I find it like at, at the Acme I go to. It's closer to the deli section, right? Okay, so okay. they do have some. Ooh, you know what? I had some some chips or, or some crisps, if you will, that I'm. <laughs> Christmas. That I now love. love. They're non. I love crisps. Oh, yeah. Period. Oh, my goodness. I, like I can't stop eating those. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what are non crisps? Um, I love they're, they're menstrual, like, period. They're like little crackers. I'm just continuing. I know. Going, yeah. they're, they're like little crackers, okay. and they're, oh, my God, I can't stop mm. eating those. Oh, I need to I'm going see. to stop eating them because I'm going to try to watch on a meeting. Oh, now, okay. Got yeah. another question for you guys. If you were looking for. Marshmallows. Where would you go for marshmallows? Baking aisle. Yeah, the probably. baking aisle. Oh, well, you already knew the answer to that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because there's like uh, chocolates and things like that that you specifically for baking that yeah. would be there. So where do you go to get your uh, Q-tips? Okay, in the baby aisle. Yeah, right. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm with you. They sell babies. I knew the answer to that one. I know, but it pisses you off, right? Yes, it does. All right, same. Wait, where you where would go are you for guys like shopping? He's at Walmart. At the supermarket. Oh, at well, no, no, no. This was uh, at my my Acme. Um, 
And okay, and also is... Walmart, too. Uh, I didn't have to search too far for the uh, Walmart. Do you know this, way... though, that they'll do this, by the way? And here's an- another thing. They'll delineate, like, I'll get distilled water because I use it for the Neomed, the nasal yes. rinse. Right. And, but that's never with the regular water. Yeah, why it, not? Right. It's always in another section. Somewhere else. Right? you might accidentally buy that. And... As a drinking water? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And there's really no, you could drink it. It's absolutely sure. fine. You can it's, distill it, it yourself if you. You just boil it. Boil it, yeah. And I've, I've, I've nose douched with boiling water. It's painful. <laughs> I don't know where you guys are going. My pita chips are in the chip aisle. My distilled water is next to the regular water. What was the other one? Oh, marshmallows baking Q-tips. aisle. Yeah. Q-tips are not in the baby yes, aisle. Yes, they are. They, no, uh-huh. they're not. Not where she goes. <laughs> they're not. Where do you go? They're, they're uh, next to the shaving cream aisle. By the way. At Target. Yeah, health and beauty. Like I would think How much yeah. shaving yeah. are you doing? By the way, every single bottle of shaving cream that I have purchased in the last, uh, I would say, two to three months over, like, the holiday season. Um, Juicy? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Huh. You buying the same brand every time? Buying the same brand at Target. I think we all said, by the way, in this break. (laughs) By the way, what I wanted to say was. Are you sure you're not buying whipped cream? No, I, t- I, I took it and I was just throwing them out because it's You're buying not ready whip. all that expensive. But I was so annoyed that I had no shaving cream that I took it back yesterday. Wow. I was like, this does yeah. not work. Give me my two bucks. My Acme has a uh, special on shaving cream, by the way. It's like a buck a bottle or whatever. Okay. Uh, and a also. Bo- you buy your shaving cream by the bottle? I, I, <laughs> what I get call it that? In, in, in an aerosol container. can. Yeah. Yeah. Can. I guess that's a can, right? Yeah, yeah. But if it's got a little spray anyway, thingy on it, what? it's a bottle. Q tip brand, Q tip stink. Cotton swabs. I, I get buy the, a, a growl or a shaving cream. <laughs> you got to get the the, the um, quality has gone down. If you get the Walmart brand, you're good there. So I just wanted to say it that. Q-tip. Q-tip. I, I'm so furious with Johnson and Johnson <laughs> because of the quality of Q-tip has gone down over the years. He's furious. <laughs> He's absolutely seething with anger. This right here. Okay, he's breaking about right the now. The last good package of Johnson and Johnson Q-tips that I have ever found. Do you ever read uh, Letters from a Nut by Ted L. Nancy Casey? I wrote it. Uh, you, the 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 guy writes letters to corporations <laughs> and uh, complains about products, and uh, you should do that <laughs> because seriously, uh, nowadays they'll respond if you really? if you write. To, yeah, they have social media teams that are in That's charge of responding. Yeah. yeah. All right. Wait a minute. This guy wrote a book about that. Yeah. Ted L. Nancy is a, is a comedic writer. He's not, it's not his real name. He's, he's friends with Seinfeld. Um, and he wrote an entire book about basically consumer complaints, and they're hilarious. They was, start off as serious complaints, and then they end up just being goofy. It was done years ago. Yeah. With a guy named well, the guy who is the the uh, the real guy who portrayed Guido Sarducci, Father Guido Sarducci, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. sent letters to c- companies doing the same thing, complaining about bizarre things. And someone someone is paid to respond to, no matter how yeah. off the rails the complaint is, someone is paid to respond. Nick, I had a problem with something that I ordered for Christmas, and when I went to like search online on their site to see what I should do and how to return it or have it fixed or whatever it was. It literally said, send us an email or contact us on Twitter. I'm yeah. no kidding. And they have a department yeah. standing by. I will tell you this, the Twitter, you know, you don't want to be one of those jackasses that is, is, you know, inflammatory and just outraged by everything. But if you do have something that is legitimate and you post it on Twitter and tweet at them, more often than not, you will get a response. I've had people who are having, like when, when flying was a lot more common, 
would be at an airport having issues and would tweet at the yeah. airline yeah. and, and get a response, response mm-hmm. like right. immediately. Now, unfortunately, Casey, Q-Tips hasn't uh, tweeted since uh, September of 2017. They're probably in hiding because they know how <laughs> terrible the product is. And this is not an indictment of Johnson & Johnson as a company. By the way, I think them as a company are a great company. They always go consumer first, employee second, and then everything else is... When you're confident enough that both your names uh, pertain to penises? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. Um, But speaking of... Penis and penis. Duke's Mayo, they tweeted back at us, by the way. Well, there we go. Yeah. Oh, did yeah. we tweet something? Marissa tweeted something yeah, out Marissa about them? Marissa tweeted at Dukes, and they got right back well, to us. Well, we love them, they, man. Yeah. Where did they tweet back? We were, I don't even like, know what we tweeted. I think they uh, tweeted uh, Kevin waving at us from uh, Home Alone. What's the uh, last name? Yeah, Marissa tweeted out, the day we discovered Dukes mayonnaise, still awaiting official review of the product, blind taste test coming soon. And then they then they said huh. that uh, Kevin... Do they know they're our favorite mayonnaise? Waving. <laughs> yeah, they, the, the investment that they made for the bowl game really is paying off. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Yeah, that's how, and that's how we got started. <laughs> the and whole... that's how we're going to wrap up. <laughs> all right, I think that's enough of that. We got all the the word from our uh, correspondents on the street uh, about Duke's mayonnaise. Actually, do you want to go to one more correspondent yeah, about we should. Walmart? Okay, let me go to uh, let's go to in the field. Ricky is on the line. Ricky, hi. Hey guys, been in the hoot forty some years now. First time it's happened. Little accident, that's all. <laughs> little accident. That's, a little accident. That's all it is, man. Uh, Ricky, you oh. wanted to make Casey aware of how you can find things in Walmart. Yeah, you never get lost again in Walmart. All you got to do is download the Walmart app and just search, and it shows like a map of your store that you're in. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. Okay. I discovered that. Um, Three words come up. Find it yourself. Well, <laughs> I went there looking for a hockey stick, and they didn't have any hockey sticks at Walmart, and I and I was so blown away by that. I'm like, how could you not have hockey sticks? How can you have a, a load of ping pong paddles and not one hockey stick? And so I went online, and sure enough, they're like, no, sorry, son, no hockey sticks here. Wow. <laughs> uh, thank you, Ricky. I appreciate it. Well, right, I'm, I'm glad to know that, that that app exists because anytime. I've ever looked for someone to help me in that store to mm. find something. I've never been able to find. To, to be honest, ever. so a lot of times, like, uh, and I, you know, I, I love the, the the larger hardware stores. We talked about that, but I'll end up going to a small, like a true value because it's easier to find. It's easier to find what you're looking for. Well, Sometimes you're overwhelmed by the size of these stores that have so many things i haven't had that issue in 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 the bigger hardware stores because at the asiago people, store well there's people all over the place and, yeah. and they know right oh yeah that's an aisle 14 halfway down through on your right i right. can usually find pretty well but walmart there's just never anybody yeah. around everyone seems scared or and, and yeah, yeah. Or, or mad that you asked them something. like if you were at home depot and you were looking for a uh, toilet paper holder where would you go? The toilet section. You would probably go, go to plumbing, plumbing right? Yeah. No, it's not. It's by the faucets. Toilet, Found that out oh, the other day. paper holder? Yeah. Yeah, that's a little more aesthetic. Well, it does have a yeah, purpose. Yeah, it's like the but... decorative. Yeah, but they usually... Archier. Yeah. It's not like pipes and stuff. That's plumbing. I know we're wrapping up, Preston, but yeah. real quick, uh, they made a huge donation at Camp Out for Hunger, uh, Unilever. They are the owners and producers of Q-Tip, Casey. Oh. So maybe we have an in. We do. Okay. And they are not made by Johnson & Johnson. Johnson & Johnson makes their own cotton swabs called Johnson's Buds. Really? Mm-hmm. So here you go. So now we have an in. Has, has Johnson Johnson never made Q-tips? Uh, I don't think so. I don't, but I'm oh. not sure for sure. Mm, okay. I'm pretty sure that I uh, don't know much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That's Isn't that the song? I don't know much. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And I'm pretty sure I don't know much. But I don't know. Well, then Q-tips. this is an open letter to Unilever. You can tear a building down. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but you can't erase You wax from my ears. Okay. Uh, hey, this has hey. been fun. It's been a slice, but yeah. we got to take a break and come back in a second because I do have some bizarre file stories that I think you will enjoy, and we will get to them too sweet. So we'll come back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us, and I'll also tell you about the Word of the Week prize in case you have not heard about that because we'll get your first letter of the day for the week in a moment. Be back. WMMR, polluting more than just the airwaves. Hear us at radio.com. Oh, here's an interesting text about that song, uh, Panama. There's a guy who texts and he says, Navy vet here uh, transited the Panama Canal on a... Transited, I'm sorry. Transited the Panama Canal on a destroyer, and they played this on a loop through the ship's announcement system for hours. Wow. Uh, oh, that's great. In the summer, I guess, as they were going through it. So I asked if it was a, a good memory for him or a bad or annoying one, because you would think maybe... That might start to be uh, a problem after a while, but he said it was awesome. Yeah, he said uh, the first time it played. It was awesome. No, no, Nick, he wrote no. it was for awesome the first time it played. Ah. The subsequent thousand times plus the heat made it awful. There we go. <laughs> so, there you go. My, uh, my father and his uh, uh, girlfriend, longtime girlfriend, uh, went through on a trip. It was one of their goals to go through it. Said it was pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, you're changing the yeah the, you know, the level so that you you can get through to the other it used side. To be U.S. territory for like a hundred years. It was Panama. Part, yeah, part yeah. of the yeah. the canal was part of America, and now it's its own. Um, you know, it's just part of Panama. But yeah, right. I'd love to go see that sometime. All right, well, I would love to give you some bizarre file stories. So I'm gonna do that very thing right now. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. Brought to you this morning by Landis Theater. Come on, feel the noise. With Quiet Quiet Riot, March 6th at the Landis Theater in Vineland, New Jersey. Quiet Lim- Riot? Yeah, limited, limited seats available. TheLandisTheater.com to get your tickets. A former Seattle resident is accused of dumping human body parts in remote uh. Arizona. 59-year-old Walter Mitchell moved to Scottsdale earlier this year. He ran a company called Future Gen X, which managed cadavers for medical research. On December 26, around 20 human limbs were discovered near Prescott, Arizona. The next day, a hunter found two human heads. He was trying to get a leg up on the competition. <laughs> no rim shot? I was looking. There okay, it is. all right, so <laughs> deputies arrived and confirmed what he had seen, and a follow up search revealed three more human heads. He was so trying to get ahead of the competition. The competition. Hey. There you go. Um, yeah, so I assumed, isn't there something that you get at home that you could just put out by the street like a recycle bin? Yes. Maybe. Investigators were able to link to the, separate your heads. Uh, the body parts uh, found at both sites back to Mitchell. Mitchell now faces 28 counts of moving human remains with the intent to conceal or abandon them. Police in Seattle helped Arizona detectives determine that Mitchell left Washington with the remains of five uh, decedents. Oh. Sheriff Scott uh, Masher said that he made the case a priority because it might have involved a serial killer, but it turns out it's this. Uh, Mitchell was arrested in Scottsdale and booked into uh, booked into jail for that. Have you noticed that when you leave body parts around a certain area, the first thing that's always assumed is that it's a serial, serial killer. killer? Come on, man. There's more to the story yeah. here. 
But I'm curious as to why this guy felt he had to go to dispose of these body parts if there was nothing illegal, you know what I mean? Unless he was trying to cheap out on something and there was something he was trying to save cost-wise. Otherwise, it seems dumb. I agree with you. And it's a long-ass drive from Seattle to Arizona. Especially when you have mailing services. Yeah. Well, how about this? New York City man cut off his penis in part of a test school and threw it in his apartment's toilet. That'll show him. Yeah. Uh, officers were called to the apartment of a 50-year-old man on Staten Island. My pants just aren't hanging right. At about yeah, There's yeah. an inch or two right, right next to where your nuts, nuts hang. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> after they were called uh, at about 11.45 a.m. when his roommate said that the man had cut his own arm... Upon arrival, the 50-year-old man told... Tights down where your nuts hang. It's always a little too tight. Uh, the police found... Let's see if you can't leave me about an inch from the, where the zipper uh, ends around to, uh, under my... Back, back to my, my bunghole. Bung <laughs> <laughs> LBJ. Yeah. Uh, so, upon arrival, the 50-year-old man told police that the wound on his right arm had been self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. Police sources said the man then told EMTs that he had cut off his penis and thrown it in the toilet. I kept one nut. The, e- <laughs> the EMT workers confirmed that the man's penis and one of his testicles had been cut off and was missing. Officers reportedly found a large quantity of blood in the bathroom on the second floor of the apartment. Where's all this blood coming from? It's unclear, however, if police were able to find the man's missing genitals or whether they had been reattached. Do you know what word I don't like? Aioli. (laughs) He just thought he'd throw that in there. (laughs) The man apparently told police he was was both bipolar and schizophrenic. Oh, okay. Well, that was... And schizophrenic, and he hadn't had his medication for several months prior to the incident. I I, I would take the medication. There have been previous instances of men committing acts of (sighs) autocastration while apparently suffering... Uh, or from from being bipolar or a schizophrenic. If you ever, have you ever nicked down in that area, say oh, if you were yeah. grooming, and mm-hmm. you you know the amount of blood that's generated, could you imagine no. that you cut off the, your unit and a nut? A report <laughs> stated that the man had used a shaving razor to commit the act. Oh my god! I hope and, it was a safety razor, and that he told officers he did it because quote I have no need for it anymore. Uh, the man had been put on suicide watch in 2017 after telling jail workers that he suffered from schizophrenia and bipolar disorder and had wanted to hurt himself. I wonder if he had like a Kevin moment and slapped on some <laughs> cologne afterwards, Preston. <laughs> ah! Yep, little one moment of regret there. A Florida man who wasn't on fire is charged with a felony after police say he sprayed himself with a fire extinguisher in an attempt to dry himself. Florida State University police found 54-year-old David Mann in a parking garage Tuesday night with an extinguisher and covered in powder. <laughs> he thought he would dry himself with that? <laughs> he thought it blew air out or something Help, like help, I'm not on fire. Police say Mann told him that he had been drinking, oh. fell asleep, yeah. and then fell in water when he woke up. He said he was trying to dry himself off with the fire. I, what he probably thought is that it would blow air out. And, yeah. Like, yeah. He didn't realize that it also has a fire-suppressant chemical in it. Interfering with firefighter equipment is a third-degree felony. <laughs> Man was still in jail on uh, Wednesday night when the story was uh, reported. You know what would have dried him off? A big-ass fan. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. All right, then. Uh, <laughs> Nell, go tie tie. I had to go on. <laughs> I have a couple of great stories left here. You know what? It's weird. This time, this time of day, Yeah. usually in music news, even though I am far from, like, bored or anything right, like right, that. Right, yeah. I will. I have a hard time to keep from yawning <laughs> while I'm reporting the story. Well, listen, that's uh, <laughs> Cronkite. Weird. Walter Cronkite used to yawn all the time. Yeah. 
Let's just in from Dallas. President <laughs> Kennedy's assassinated. It's a journalist. I, it's not a commentary. It's a very, it's a very important story. All right, here we go. One more story. Uh, this is pretty messed up. I don't know Apollo if you guys... Apollo 11 is... Um... <laughs> Apollo 11. Bleeding on the moon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Crews have suspended their search for a driver after a truck crashed Robert off... Robert Kennedy is... Assassinated by Sirhan Sirhan. Oh, stop it. Ultra go tie tie. Um, this is one last story. Here All we right. go. This is a terrible story, but I'm going to end with it anyway. Crews have suspended their search for a driver after a truck crashed off a bridge Ooh. and into the Chesapeake Bay in southern Virginia on Tuesday morning. Uh, the crash happened around 8.30 a.m. on the Chesapeake Bay Bridge Tunnel, connecting the Virginia Beach area to the Delmarva Peninsula. Officials said the truck was headed north on the bridge before the second island uh, when it went into the water. How far? How high up was it? That's a that I don't know. That's Steve. a pretty high bridge. Uh, the Virginia Beach Fire Department described the truck as a twenty-foot box truck, while the Coast Guard called it a tractor-trailer. Witnesses reportedly saw a man get out of the truck and drift towards the west. Uh, Coast Guard crews searched approximately one hundred seventy-eight square miles of multiple crews, and they didn't find anybody. Uh, we're looking at a picture. It wasn't that high up. No. Uh, the truck was loaded with Duke's mayonnaise. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, but listen, there are, there are times when I'm, I'm going over bridges, and I'm like, I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if I if, if a car slammed into me, if I would, if the, you know, if the guardrail would hold, would you go over the side or whatever? And uh, apparently it can happen. So. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File this morning. We're going to take a break. Don't forget, new Word of the Week prize this week, a JBL Party Box 100. Very powerful, portable Bluetooth party speaker. It's worth $350. Cool. So it's one of those really badass ones, so we will give that away. You need the letters to win. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Oh, it's a Monday, is it not? It is. And it is going to be looking better now. We started off very, very cloudy. A little bit of rain this morning. But uh, we'll have mostly cloudy skies today and tomorrow. Uh, But some sun on Wednesday arriving. We're going to stay in those mid-40s pretty much for the week. Maybe cooling off when we get towards the end of the week. Uh, We have a new Daily Rush video. Do we? We do. What um, am it? The title is, Which Chris Would You Bang? Oh, I remember that conversation. Pratt, Hemsworth, Pine, or Evans? Yeah. Uh, so you can watch this now at the uh, com or YouTube page, if you like, and it's sponsored by Punchline Philly, Fishtown's first comedy club, restaurant, and bar. I saw Nick had our page up earlier, and I saw one that I need to go watch, which is Subway Bready Subway. <laughs> that was I think I did highlights. watch that one. What's that? That was uh, Steve Highlights from 2020. So there were oh, uh, some nice. Preston flubs from last year that Marissa put together, and then uh, some uh, top Steve moments from 2020, and one of the top ones was Subway, Brady, Subway. Uh, Marissa had also sent over a bunch of um, lists, and maybe we'll get to explore those tomorrow, that are on WMMR.com of things that are turning 20, 30, 40, 50 years old. It's oh. it's chilling and cool at the same time. Yeah, Marissa. Just a quick shout out. Those lists actually um, were arranged by our interns, our virtual interns. Hey! Oh, hey. good for Excellent. them. Yeah, so Gina, Amanda, and Connor... 
Christina, Amanda, Miranda. Miranda. And Miranda. Yes, and John's working with us, too. And, yeah, they, they've only been working with the show, you know, for a few months, but they made these incredible things. They're also creating, uh, have we kind of revealed these, the GIFs that are on Not Twitter? yet, but, or have Facebook? we? You, you, you played, you... I posted one. Posted I didn't one, necessarily yeah. say what they were, but... We're working okay. on we'll something. Yeah. We'll, you know. well, good for them, man. We, we, we don't get to see them, obviously. We only met them at the yeah, camp out the for camp hunger. Out they were hunger. Like, I, I met two of them for and, the first time. And, and they were been, awesome. They've been doing all this work yeah. you know, at but, home. But if you want to start using Preston and Steve GIFs on Twitter, you can search by writing in Preston and Steve or Endor Gadzooks. Endor is also a planet in the Star Wars It movies. is. true. Yeah. It's where the... Uh, the Ewoks. The Ewoks, thank yeah. you. That's where they come from. I like yeah. that one. You did like yeah, that one? Okay. I, did. I didn't. No. All right. Uh, <laughs> so anyhow, maybe we'll have a chance to uh, to go there. And I do want to know my... It says the top five times Preston had trouble with his words oh. just in 2020. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. All right. Because I saw one of them that's on there, and I'm like, if you don't put been come to known as, then clearly you haven't been doing your homework. But <laughs> that's if it was right. just this year... I'm surprised there are only five. I'll tell you what, also, just, uh, you know, you, you can't leave an unsung hero unsung for too long. Marissa was able to restore all the pages of effects oh, she on did. my unit here. So now, not my unit, my penis. Right. I'm talking about the sound effects board here. And uh, she pulled that off during the show, which is pretty amazing. So nice. thank you, Marissa. Thank you, Marissa. All right. So we're going to do the lesson question for today. And we are going to give away a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. Uh, so here's your question. There's German Swiss, French Swiss, Italian Swiss, what other local version of Swiss? All right. There is German Swiss, French Swiss, Italian Swiss, and what other local version of Swiss? 215-263-WMMR. MMR. Let's see if you know the answer. We're going to do this. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's get some stories from the trash file. Steve, what's going on? Well, Corey Harrison from Porn Stars. Porn Stars <laughs> trashing an RV he rented for a trip to California. Harrison reportedly went nuts on the vehicle, causing over $18 in damage. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger King star Joe Exotic's legal team is reportedly on the way to Washington, D.C. in hopes of getting a presidential pardon for him by Wednesday. From what we understand, the legal team has already hitchhiked to Arkansas and thinks he can be in Tennessee by Tuesday. <laughs> oh, my God. And finally, 87-year-old Larry King has been hospitalized with COVID-19, but was is re- reportedly receiving great treatment and doing pretty well. Doctors attending to King say he's benefiting greatly from antibodies still in the system from the Athenian plague of 430 B.C. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trap. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to this. Uh, there is German-Swiss... French, Swiss, Italian, Swiss, and whether what other local version of Swiss? And we are going to go to Andy for the answer. Uh, Andy, good morning. Morning, Preston. All right, Andy. Andy. Uh, do me a favor. What is the local version of Swiss, please? Delco. Swiss. Yes. yes. Delco Swiss is right. Hang on, Andy. Got yourself a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. You can start the new year off right with wood-grilled specialties from Bonefish Grill, like the crave-worthy risotto del mar with jumbo shrimp and lobster sherry cream sauce, only $17.90. You can order carryout online at bonefishgrill.com. 
uh, delivery from DoorDash and Uber Eats, or you can dine in whenever you are ready. Now, Preston and Steve's Music View on 93.3 WMMR. All right, got a handful of stories to pass along to you, and uh, I'll wrap with a, a couple of people, a couple of passings, uh, which are unfortunate. But uh, we'll start with this: Foo Fighters rang in 2021 with the release of a brand new single called "No Son of Mine." It's the second track from their upcoming tenth album, "Medicine at Midnight," uh, which is due out on February 5th. "No Son of Mine" is now available to stream or download as an instant grat track. With Gratitude track. I don't know. Uh, G-R-A-T. Uh, maybe that's what it is. Uh, with pre-orders placed at FooFighters.com slash M-A-M. Uh, Dave Grohl said, this is the kind of song that just resides in all of us. And if it makes sense at the time, we let it out. Lyrically, it's meant to poke at the hypocrisy of self-righteous leaders, people that are guilty of committing the crimes that they are supposedly against. Medicine at Midnight features nine new songs, by the way, and like I said, that will be out. On February 5th, Kings of Leon has also shared a teaser Ooh. previewing new songs, Dancing in Your Head and, and Spin It Like We Can. <laughs> no word on when the songs will be released. In addition, the band also shared snippets of two other songs, uh, Must Catch the Bandit and Feel the Way You Do, Gary. Is that a Smokey and the Bandit reference? Is that really the name? No, I just wanted you to play it. <laughs> Since you were on a, a, uh, na- yeah. a name trip, I figured, no, it's just called Feel the Way You Do. Oh, okay. oh Gary. Not Gary. Feel the Way You Do, Yolanda. Oh, no. Right, Yolanda! No. Uh, it's due out on January 7th. Uh, bassist Jared Followell shared the teasers on Christmas Day, tweeting, blame it on the holiday cheer, but I just feel like sharing. And he added, Kings of Leon, or Kings of Leon tweeted, uh, the wait is nearly over 10 months ago. Enough, he says. Well, KISS has broken the Guinness World Record with its New Year's Eve KISS 2020 goodbye, uh, which was the pay-per-view concert that they did. The band boasted on its social media about snagging the record for highest flame projection yeah. <laughs> in a music concert. All right. And for most flame projections launched simultaneously in a music concert. It's so over the top if you watch the footage, but it's great. The concert's audience primarily watched the show from far-off hotel balconies. The social distance concert was streamed live from the Royal Beach at the Atlantis, Dubai, and shot over uh, with, over, with over 50 cameras with a 360-degree view. Uh, Gene Simmons... Uh, they reported that Gene Simmons' traditional blood-spitting routine was absent. While the lyrics to two songs were adjusted, the phrase virgin soul became sacred soul in God of Thunder, while the word bitch was deleted from 100,000 years. According to legislation addressing language, it disgraces the honor of honor or modesty of an individual, and each transgression comes with a fine of $2,700 or a jail sentence. So they were in Dubai. They we're going to mess yeah, around to observe. with it. Gene Simmons was recently asked if the fact that KISS has now spanned several generations and that it validates the importance of the band. I'm sorry, were you talking to me? <laughs> he said, yes, it does. He said, you know, despite the pundits and the peanut gallery and all the people who have never achieved anything in their lives and still live in their mother's basement and do the bah humbug routine, I think they're missing out on an important point, which is 
Go out and enjoy life. This next song is called I Want to Rock and Roll All Night and Reverentially Bow to Mecca. He said it's like the Scrooge mentality simply does not work. You can hate Kiss, but you'll have the time of your life. Come to the show and you'll love it. So that's his opinion. It's like a good rotisserie chicken. That too. Uh, This is sad news. We were actually just talking about him not long ago on his birthday. But British invasion legend Jerry Marsden of Liverpool's Jerry and the Pacemakers died on January 3rd. He was 78 years old. He had a heart infection. So that was, that was we you talked about the importance of Jerry and the Pacemakers and what they called the Mersey sound. That's right. Uh, Marsden uh, has survived by his wife of 55 years, Pauline, and their daughters, Yvette and Victoria. Uh, Liverpool, England's Jerry and the Pacemakers are best remembered for their string of British and American hits in the 1960s, including Don't Let the Sun Catch You Crying. Great song. I like it. Of course, Ferry Cross the Mersey. And uh, How Do You Do It, uh, which the Beatles recorded early on. This is a great song. Catch yeah. you crying. Brings a tear to my eye. Yep. Uh, Jerry, along with his uh, brother, drummer Freddie Marsden, bassist Lee Chadwick, and pianist Les, Magu- Les McGuire, were close friends with the Beatles, having served their live apprenticeships on the same stages in their native Liverpool and shortly after in Hamburg, Germany. Jerry and the Pacemakers, who often wore neck and tie, uh, with the Fab Four in Liverpool fan polls, were the second pop act to be signed by Beatles manager Brian Epstein and produced by George Martin. The two bands first shared a bill together on June 6, 1960, October 19, 1961, for a legendary show in Beatles history. The two bands performed together as the Beatmakers at Liverpool's uh, Litherland Town Hall. Uh, Paul McCartney had uh, posted on social media saying, Jerry was a mate from our early days in Liverpool. He and his group were our biggest rivals on the local scene. Uh, he unfor- uh, His unforgettable performances of You'll Never Walk Alone and Ferry Cross the Mersey remain in many people's hearts and reminders of a joyful time in British music. My sympathies go to his wife, Pauline, and family. See you, Jerry. I'll always remember you with a, with a smile. Great voice. Paul. Yeah, fantastic singing voice. Uh, he was also... He did a legendary cover of You'll Never Walk Alone from Carousel and went on to become the anthem for uh, one of his two hometown football soccer teams or football teams, Liverpool FC. So that's ah, their theme song. Very cool. Uh, so, yeah, it's a, it's a great tradition that he has. And, in fact, in 93, he published his memoir called I'll Never Walk Alone, soon adapted to the stage musical titled Ferry Across the Mersey, and he was saluted in 2003 by Queen Elizabeth with a prestigious MBE or mem- member of the British Empire honor. So he passed away. That was sad news. And then another rock icon died. Uh, this is a little bit closer to Christmas, but I saved uh, the news because Leslie West of Mel yes. passed away. He was 75 years old. He had cardiac arrest. He was, he's been in bad health. He, I think he had a leg amputation a while ago. He, yeah, he was, uh, he was always a pretty big guy, uh, from what I understand. Great guitarist. Uh, yeah, and he's the guy who came up with the riff yeah. for Mississippi Queen. <laughs> Great freaking song. And uh, that band, they put out several albums, but obviously that was their, their yeah. biggest uh, claim to fame. A uh, few people had uh, posted out uh, in honor of him. Uh, Black Sabbath skeezer Butler tweeted that uh, West was, quote, a lovely bloke and that his Mississippi Queen riff is one of, if not, the greatest rock riff of all time. Uh, Peter Frampton tweeted that he uh, met West when his band Humble Pie opened for Mountain. West was the first U.S. guitar player Frampton said he had ever met. He said Leslie's playing 
and sound had me glued watching everything he did. He was a sweetheart and an extremely funny man. I love you, Leslie, and we'll miss you, my dear friend. Rest in peace. So, lost another one from the world of rock. So sad news, Leslie West. And there you go. That's all I have in uh, music news for you this morning. Didn't yawn once. How about that? No, that was good. Right, you kept yourself riveted. Oh, one more music thing. Steve, I never did play this. Mariah Carey forgot the lyrics to Old Lang Syne. <laughs> yeah, this was on the uh, the telecast. Uh, yeah. I didn't get to see it. I just saw the clip after the fact. Now, she wasn't, you know, it was kind of a more intimate performance, but right. uh, she's kind of singing a cappella. Yeah. And flubbed it. All right, here I, we go. Okay. Uh, do you know all the words to Old Lang Syne? Uh, should old acquaintance be forgotten mm-hmm. and never brought to mind at all? Acquaint- uh, no, I don't. No. Um, yeah. And days of all things. We learned it one time in my band because we were playing a New Year's Eve show. So at one time I knew him, but I no, no I don't okay. really know it. Oh, acquaintance, be forgot and never brought to mind. <laughs> Dear God, acquaintance, be forgot. I don't know how it goes. <laughs> days of all <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, I would have not, yeah. if she had just buried it with that, I would yeah. have said, okay, she sang it right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I didn't even, they didn't even point out the fart part. Yeah, yeah. I know. In Which all is, the stories that I saw. It's pretty clear. Yeah. Oh, acquaintance be forgot and never brought to my <laughs> I mean, you hear that, yeah, right? Did you hear that? I hear it. It's clear. I heard it clear as day, man. God, why are we the only ones that pointed that out? So th- they were more concerned with forgetting the lyrics, but she, she, you know, she let yeah. a uh, an air biscuit fly. Yeah. <laughs> she biffed. Yeah. <laughs> Biffer fly. All right, that's it. That's her album. Yeah. Biffer fly instead butterfly. of butterfly. Biffer fly. <laughs> Not Biff or Fly. No, it's one word. Biff or Fly. fly. (laughs) And that's your music news. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get ready to wrap it up. And uh, I believe we have Mr. Brent Porsche in for one Pierre Robert. So we will welcome him and see what he's got going on. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. What's new? Glad you asked. Low Cut Connie. Avatar. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Today is Monday, and we are happy to be back into the old habits and the old uh, the groove. It feels nice. We're very groovy. But I almost said back in the New York groove, <laughs> which was at... Was that uh, was that solo Ace Freely or or was that Kiss? Yeah, Brent Porsche, you would know that, yep, right? Solo, solo Ace yeah. Freely, right? Back in the New York group. No, uh, no, it does feel good to be back into the routine. Yes, uh, you know, it's not. It's it sucks when you've got to. You make that plan. You're like, ah, work tomorrow, blah blah blah, and all this. But once you get in, you start doing the motions. It feels nice. It's what we love doing, yeah. and we're blessed to love what we do. Uh, and uh, that's uh, that's never lost on us. Yes, exactly. Uh, however, on Wednesdays, usually when the readjusting to waking up early will hit. So make oh, sure yeah. you tune in on Wednesday oh, yeah. when yeah. it comes crashing down. Yep, Wednesday's always that wonderful day. 
Uh, but uh, Brent Porsche, as we as the voice came in, is here. How you doing, yeah, man? Yeah, good morning. Happy New Year, guys. Welcome back. Happy New Year. <laughs> yes. Shut up. <laughs> Do we still have time to add another one to that YouTube video? Happy New Year. Happy Happy what New Year. What would be near year? <laughs> it's the next year. It's so the, the nearest year. year. Yeah. Or the, the previous year is the nearest year. Yeah. Happy Happy Near Year. <laughs> happy Thank Near you. Year. Oh, I'm so happy to be back at work again. And, and into the old in groove. The groove. <laughs> <laughs> you know. In this near year. How was your near year? <laughs> kind of uneventful. Yeah. Just kind of hanging around. Yeah, not too bad. How's the flooded... Oh. You moved, right? It's all done. I'm in the new house. Finally, we did the move yesterday in the rain. Oh, oh that was fun. Water is apparently a yeah, common yeah. Uh, One thing theme. after another. So we got moving. moving. Yep. The new yep. home is wonderful. Yes. As right, a near home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you, and, and so last night was your first night in it? No, I've been sleeping on an air mattress uh, the past few days. So we okay. finally got my my bed and my mattress and everything oh, in there. Good so for it was my you, first man. real sleep. Yeah. Night, yeah. Getting, getting a new home, a new residence, or whatever it may be is... The whole getting the stuff over there thing is such a pain in the ass. But once you get in and you settle and it starts to become home, it's a really, really cool thing. But the lack of cable and internet, that's the one thing. It's like Ooh. once you get everything where it needs to be, it's like, okay, now what do we do? Just sit there. We're going to read? <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. When you don't have Wi-Fi, sometimes in certain areas, your cell phone's not picking up stuff. So you're watching stuff and it's buffering and all sorts. That's so like, forget about it. No, we'll go to we, bed. We, we were set with, there were, there were wires sitting there ready to go well before we moved in. There's not, we never take that, that yeah. risk. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you're you know you're getting it together. Yeah, man. Good, Everything's but... good. Thanks. All right. Uh, let's do the letter of the yeah, day. Go. Here we go. Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Now the daily letter and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. The letter M is in migrating mayo. All right, and migrating mayo. <laughs> yeah. Well done. I like it. And a happy near year. <laughs> We're going to give away a JBL Party Box one hundred powerful portable Bluetooth party speaker with dynamic light show. It's a $349 value, and coming this Thursday, by the way, to TBS is Burt Kreischer's Go Big Show. Man, this show looks really good, Preston. The most extreme talent competition ever with celebrity judges Snoop Dogg, Rosario Dawson, Jennifer Nettles, and Cody Rhodes. Enter the Go Big or Go Home sweepstakes. You can get there at tbs.com slash Sweeps. For your chance to win a Ford F-250, tune in to Go Big Show this Thursday, January 7th at uh, 9 o'clock. So we will give that away on Friday. So, yeah, it's Burt Kreischer's, you know, hosting, and, and they, they did this sort of in the bubble, and they worked it out. But they, the just judging by the teaser uh, trailer, the the stuff that they're doing is pretty off the charts. Love it. Crazy stuff. Good for Bert. That's great. Uh, what's up on the show today, sir? They've been showing the commercial for this show for like months now. Yeah, so yeah. When yeah. is it coming out? Right, it looks so right, damn good. Right. Uh, so coming up on the program today, Workforce Blocks. It's Michael Stipe's 61st birthday. So, of course, we're doing a block of REM. Got some Weezer on the way. Also, Papa Roach. Plus, we got the Coffee Break Music Marathon, Pierce Planner, and some great tunage all damn day. I love it. Love it. Thank you, Brent. Let's uh, thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. Also brought to you by Duncan, uh, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And by your local Confidence Plus Service Center. Car in need of service? You can find your location at myconfidenceplus.com. Uh, we're handing it over to Brent. He's going to take good care of you. And yeah. we'll be back in for another program in 2021. Feels better already. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, friend.
Preston and Steve. Love you. Hate you. Line. I just saw a girl just stop at a stop sign so she could take a minute to get her trash together and throw it out the window of her car. You're a piece of I hope you burn your tongue on soup. You suck. Next message. Cinnamon toast crunch. That's all I gotta say. Preston, you like new flavors of creamers for your coffee, buddy? Check it out there, guy. Amazing. Next message. Well, if anyone hasn't walked outside yet, here's your forecast warning. It's going to balls outside! The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.